Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Brian. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a football free beer Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And let's have us a fun Friday show with the Chad Gang. You can check us out on Facebook Live and YouTube. Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. Great videos, by the way. We've got the interviews every week with the ECU players, the coordinators. Uh, You can find this program, the Brian Bailey Show, Mike Schwartz Conversations, uh, pregame and postgame. Chon was over there earlier today. Uh, And we'll hear from Coach Schwartz in this uh, hour or three hours, I should say, as East Carolina and Campbell will go to battle on Saturday at Menji's Coliseum. We'll talk to the play-by-play voice of the Campbell Fighting Camels, Chris Haymeyer, later on in today's show. Also joining us, Brian North, WCTI 12. We'll talk some football. We'll talk uh, high school football as the playoffs roll on and little women's hoops as ECU rolled last night over U. USC Upstate, ECU rolled. The banner didn't roll. We'll talk to Chandler Honeycutt about that. And more coming up in just a moment. Also on the program, our Greenhelge Golf Shop radio show, Tony Dunn from the C3 podcast. Boy, oh boy. Talk about the worst football team in the NFL. And we've got some picks for Week 10 and morgan aylers also on the show so we got a lot of guests a lot of different sports to talk about and we'd love to hear from you on facebook and youtube as we already have heard from jerry he reminds people to smash that like button pike says happy friday mf happy friday to you too my friend shirley is here young joey in the house and sean to my left how we doing party people hey clipper happy friday same to you is that your radio voice happy friday what's up joey what's up clip what's up chan sorry what happened last night it's all good how you doing shirley i am doing fine gentlemen uh jamie says first time in forever all new hanover county high school teams are in the playoffs how about that how about that so those teams are laney mm-hmm. ashley yes new hanover what and uh hoggard hoggard is that it did i name all four i think that's it um where y'all want to start today mm. um wanna talk about your team <sighs> you want to talk about your girls you want to just wait 
for Tony Dunn to talk about the Panthers. I don't know if I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the Panthers every segment. <laughs> what is wrong with you is the question. Why would you want to do that? Uh, I am curious to... I, I want to get your vibe channel. You asked me earlier today. You said, should I, should I break out my jersey every week? I asked you. I said, should, what do I do? What do I do moving forward? I'll tell you what you do. You focus on fantasy. If you choose to dabble in gambling, drive up to Virginia, focus on that. Um, enjoy the good games and emotionally detach yourself from the Panthers. Not forever, but for the rest of the season. That's what I do, and that's what you should do. I'm going to pull a MJ Morris and red shirt the rest of the year. All right. I'm going to put on my emotional red shirt. So this will not count as one of your Panther fan years. You get an extra one. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, how you feeling, Joey? Same. I mean, I've been checked out. Yeah, you've been out. On, and I hoped that they would prove me wrong, but that just wasn't the case. So. Yeah, ugly. And I've got, I've got big questions. I got Frank Wright questions. I don't have any Bryce Young questions right now because he's your guy for the next what? At least two years. At least. So is what it is. Uh, Josh said he didn't expect to see a boat race inside Menji's last night, but it was glorious. Yeah. Chan, Chan, you were there. Let's talk about pregame. Let's talk about it. So what happened? That was so unfortunate. Well, i tell you this. The video presentation was awesome. What a great hype video they played. And, of course, they showed off the new light show in Menji's. Uh, Kim McNeil gave a heck of a speech i mean fired the fired up the crowd um told everybody to you know you know pay attention over here to the uh to the banner that she gave a up. she did a chandler said here is uh she said here is uh that, that. and that never happened <laughs> so i turned around with my phone and i'm sitting there you know with the phone and i'm waiting for it to drop anytime soon so I'm thinking, all right, is it just going to be one quick drop or is it going to slowly come down? And I was like, well, if it's slowly coming down, it's slowly coming down. Turns out there's an option C. It's uh, Yeah, and that option C is it won't come down. So after about 10 seconds, I'm like, all right, what's going on here? And I look and there's this girl and the string that's attached to this banner, it, it looks like that the, it's, it's like they had a ball of yarn and they said let's take the pink string out because it was pink and that was all they used and this poor girl I look this poor girl is I mean using all of her might trying to pull mm. that thing down so then you have you hear the awkward mm-hmm. laughs in the in the crowd like the oh hope she can get it down <laughs> okay someone someone go help her and about the time there's a guy going to help her she takes it and literally kind of like just kind of starts going you know pulling using her whole her. body all of a sudden that's when you hear snap mm. and then you hear the crowd go. And what a moment. And then people were just kind of sitting there like, like still looking up at it. Like, uh, all right, I guess there's nothing we can do about it now. So did you like throw did you start throwing shoes at it or something? <laughs> Try to I should have. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, that was just so unfortunate. Yeah. And I mean, because I mean, like I said, the the build up to it was great. The video was great. 
Kim McNeil's speech you was great. You told me the speech was awesome. We have video of that on our social media. And it's and she was even like, and what you guys have all been looking forward to. Oh no. She said, "Everybody, look that way. Oh. Here it is, right here." Mm. I mean, it was like, mm. "All right, here we go. Man. Drop that baby. Let's see it." She had to be. <laughs> <laughs> that stinks for her and the team. I know. And I've had a couple of people ask, like, what was her reaction? And I was—I truly don't know because I—I <clears throat> I was sitting there with the phone, thinking, "All right, well." And I sat there even after the the string snap. I sat there with it, thinking maybe, all right, well, maybe it'll just kind of fall. And after ten seconds, I said, "All right, this is not this is not good." And by the time I turned around, they were in the huddle, getting ready to play the basketball game. <laughs> it was just, uh, yeah, awkward. Somebody commented on my on my post last night, and the I it's exactly how it was with uh, Clark Griswold with the house. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. <laughs> Except the it, it never you yeah. know, the lights never came on. Joe <laughs> Joe's asking how's the crowd last night? Uh the crowd was I mean the crowd was pretty good. Of course it's, We need more. We need more. And I'm looking, I say we, I wasn't there. Uh, yeah, but that South Carolina game, I think, especially if the if the girls can play like they are right now, uh, they're off to a dominating start on the season. That South Carolina game should be pretty interesting to see what the crowd's like. But for a opening, uh, for a home opener for women's basketball, I think it was a pretty good crowd. Um, so, and there was a lot of people courtside. There was a lot of people in the new uh, purple back seats uh, in the lower bowl. Um, so. I know some people they are probably thinking, or if you if you were to go last night, you're probably thinking, all right, this isn't a big crowd, but I think so for a women's basketball game, especially the home opener. I hear a lot about South Carolina, and I hear myself talk about it a lot. Um, do you know what Ohio State's ranked? You're looking at it, so hopefully you do. Seventh. They are. Do you know who ECU plays in two Mondays from now? Ohio State. Boy, you know a lot of stuff. How do you know all this stuff? I, did, I didn't even know. I just guessed. Because you, you, you're mentioning Ohio State. I'm kind of leading you into it, right? All right. So we play Ohio State. Two Mondays from now. Okay. The seventh ranked team in the country. Yes. And they'll be playing uh, on an island somewhere. Bahamas? Uh, Bahama Mama. So, yeah. My point is, tough non-con. So you better get the wins. You better go take care of business on the road at VCU. You better beat Hampton and Coppin State. Go back up, please. But that game's on flow flow hoops. Excuse me, flow. Does anybody have four hundred dollars I can borrow so I can watch ECU basketball on flow hoops? You're telling me we're playing the seventh team in the country in two weeks and it's on flow hoops? Yep. Yeah. That is a joke. That is ridiculous. Right, your congressman. Did you vote on Tuesday? Did you vote on Tuesday? No. Well, you can't complain. That's the rule. You can't complain about anything if you didn't vote. You can't complain about the Panthers. <laughs> you can't complain about flow hoops. Who do I need to vote for? To get anybody. And you can vote for anybody, and then you can complain about whatever you want to. Don't you know the rules, man? Did you vote? No. That's why I never complain about anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I just go with the flow. Everything's cool. Uh, so, oh, by the way, did we mention the score from last night? Uh, no, but I'll tell you. 105 <coughs> to 35. All right, quit playing around. What was the ECU women's score last night? 105 to 35. Chandler, I get it. We joke around a lot. We mess around. We fool around. Ha ha, he he. Let's let's talk some real sports here for a moment. Uh, ECU women's basketball last night played USC Upstate. What was the score? All right, so the Pirates won. Yes. USC Upstate yeah. had 35 points. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. The Pirates had 70 more points 70 more than what zero 70 to 35 no 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 no. 70 more than 35 they had 105 <laughs> points 105 and five points 105 and they gave up 35 35 points 70 burger um which is two points less than the 37 they allowed with elon on sunday you want to know uh how many turnovers usc upstate had 46. No. All right. Sorry. Oh. I've ruined the Charlie, whole bit. Charlie, we like to guess on this show. Yeah. 46? 46 yeah. turnovers. All right. Here's another one. They average how more many than st- a turnover a minute? Listen. How many steals? <laughs> how many steals did the Pirates have last night? Well, now I'm just going unforced errors versus errors. Uh, Pirates had 33 steals. All right. You were close. 32. I mean... How many pirate players scored in that game? Surely that number is got to be 12. 12 is correct. All 12 players, All 12 players. scored. Is anybody out there impressed with what I'm doing right now? Because <laughs> I'm impressing myself. You want to know the box score? Ask me more questions. All right. How Killing many, it right now. How many points did USC Upstate have in the first quarter? Uh. I knew this, and now I'm going to get it wrong. Um, uh, five? Four. Ah. Second quarter. Now, they scored some in the second quarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like 12. And they scored nine <laughs> They got it going. Second quarter? They, uh, second quarter, they got it going. They turned it They off. actually scored some points in the second quarter. Well, and, that was that. Was that their highest scoring quarter? No. No. Their third quarter was 12. Then they went to town in the third quarter. Watch out. They went to town. Somebody's getting hot. They, they had 12 in the third, and then they kind of eased off in the fourth and had 10. Kim McNeil Cliff, got, I got a question. Kim McNeil got in the huddle and said, you gave up 12 points this quarter? Don't even bother going back on the court. Walk home. Former intern Micah Dennis had a field goal percentage of what last night? Ooh. Can you tell me how many points? Nine points. Nine points. Micah Dennis, field goal percentage. Uh, let's give her... Oh, she could have hit some free throws. Let's say... Uh, free throws don't count towards... I know. I know. I'm saying uh, for her point total, how did she get to that nine? I'm just doing a little mm-hmm. little basketball math in my head. Uh, let's go. Let's go 78%. Hundred <laughs> percent. Four for four. Four for four. Was one a three? Uh one was a three and she missed the free throw. All right. Shout out Micah. Hey, did you tell Micah I said hey? Nope. Did oh, he no. uh did you pick up some replica banners for us? No, I did not. What? They were gone. Huh? They were gone. They are not gone. Chandler, you are a liar. 
Why would you lie to us like that? If I go over they there to Midges right now, there'd he be a full stack of them. At 5 o'clock, to get, a, get five minutes down the road, and you're telling me 500 people were already there, there? I'm there to do a job. I'm there to sit there and watch a banner not go down. Well, fine. Don't lie to us, though. No, well, I felt bad because as I was leaving the game last night, I said, man, you know what? I forgot those replica things. Did you not even get one for yourself? No, man. I, I ain't worried about a replica thing. I'm there to work, baby. I'm there to work and put in work. Get content. I ain't worried about that little flag. I should have got one because I didn't even know what it looks like because it didn't go down. You know what would have been a great content? Pictures of the flag and then pictures of me and Shirley holding our flags. That would have been awesome. That would have been great content, right? Great content. Yep. Maybe we need to reach out to... I apologize. Of course. Nothing's ever good. Well, we asked you for something, you didn't do it, and then you lied to us. You that made it even to worse. Get one if you can, I, well, here's the thing: I and, didn't try. Yeah, you did or didn't? You didn't. I did try. How did you try? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tried. <laughs> you made me want to cuss. <laughs> Come on, then do it. No, do it. Then you'll have to do the show. Do it. You want to take over? No, don't do that. Don't you do that? All right, man. So for real though, what was Rep. the score last night? One hundred five to thirty five. That is nuts. Uh, Pike said, "Chandler, you left early for that." Jamie said, "I warned you guys, Frank Reich, wolf in sheep's clothing." Jamie, you did warn us. I thought you were just sour grapes, but yeah, you were right. Uh, I was gonna. I wanted to ask you a clip because you got more experience than I do. Is there a world where Frank Reich gets fired after the season? That's my question. That, that's my big question. I think there's a world. Yeah. Is there a world that he gets fired before the season ends? Mm. I don't think that. Happens. I don't think that would. I don't know. Because isn't there like stipulate? You got. I mean, if you get fired anyway, you have to pay out the contract, right? It doesn't matter when. I assume. But you already had, and I don't even know if people were blowing this up, making it a big deal when it's not. But the whole Young versus Stroud, and the owner made him draft Young, and he wanted Stroud, and they're not seeing eye to eye, and he talked. To, was asked a question about hands-on owners versus so i don't know if there's beef or anything but like the nfl's designed for everybody to be even pretty much and i, I realize it's not that way but like you don't see a ton of zero and one win seasons you know like you see two or three wins so and man the panthers might get those but man they are pitiful I, at this point, Clip, I really don't know if we get a, another win this year. And I feel bad for y'all, for real, for real, because you sit through ECU football and the offense that they bring to the table, and then you have to see that on Sunday. I've seen bad ECU football, and I've seen bad Panther football. Not like this, but usually it balances out because usually East Carolina's fighting for a bowl position or the Panthers are still maybe in the hunt for the playoffs when when one of the other teams is not doing good so there's something to look forward to so if ecu football is bad i could say well i'm not looking forward to ecu football this weekend but damn if i'm ready to go to tiebreakers and watch the panthers on sunday and now i can't say both yeah it's tough it stinks it's awful because football is so awesome and we get these these few months to enjoy it and it just makes us miserable and i love watching I, I like watching other football games, but I love watching Panther football. What's that? The bracelet? Yeah. <laughs> Have you always worn that? Yeah. What are you talking about? 
You've always worn that bracelet? Yes. What's it for? Is that personal? It's for my mom. Shout out, mom. I've never noticed it before. Yeah, I got it for my mom. You got it for your mom? From my mom. From my mom? From my mama. From my mama? From my mama. <laughs> All right. Have you noticed it, Joey? I have not. I don't know. Shirley, have you noticed Chandler wearing a bracelet before? Ever? Uh, actually, no. But are I you haven't, lying to us again? I haven't no. paid that much attention to Chandler like that. Like yeah, I'm I don't. Not really looking at I'm not wrist. one to pick those yeah, types of things wrist. out. Do you know that I didn't realize you Can had you shaved your beard until who was it? Mully said something about it. Well, I did it uh, previous night. I, n- I noticed oh, okay. it the other day, but I had been here. And well, I didn't notice. Day. Yeah, I had you had been here all day, and I never noticed that you had shaved. So you're not and much so, of a noticer. It depends on the person. <laughs> so you don't care about Chandler and I, is what you're saying? Correct. No, <laughs> I don't mean, look at them. <laughs> no, I'm just wanting. Now, if it's somebody that I feel like I need to pay attention to, I will. <laughs> okay. The more you talk, the more small and meaningless we sound. <laughs> no. That so can you stop? It's not, it's not intentional. If I need to pay attention to a person, I will. Yeah. If they're worth my time. That's exactly right. Okay, well, can we move on? Because I feel really bad now. It's not It's not meant to make you feel bad. But it is. That's well, like that's, saying... That's where your problem, where my problem ends and yours begins. That's why I'm ready to move on. Okay, well, let's move on. I'm just telling you it was hey, unintentional. <laughs> Steve loves the camera angle, but we need more shots of Studio B. Yeah, you don't want that Skycam video. Steve says, Clip, are you salty about Chong going to the basketball game tomorrow? No, I'm happy for my friend. It's going to be weird without you there. Well, you I'm could... here without you, baby. baby. Oh, by the way, theme for tomorrow Let's for the Bud Light pregame tailgate. I've been putting it off and putting it off because I was waiting for uh, a particular moment, and I guess that moment has now arrived. Particular. Karaoke version. Hmm. Okay. That's where the season is. That's where we are. By the way, I have a Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard update for you, brought to you by the Bucks. Got Buck. The Buck. Uh, ECU Volleyball is in action right now. This is a game to... Ooh, she just got a face full of volleyball. Um, delivered the facial yeah she got absolutely clocked um south florida won match one three sets to one currently both teams are tied at one set apiece mm. game uh set three is underway right now south florida up nine seven okay so this is a best of five today this is a battle for first place currently south florida has first place because they beat ecu outright yesterday so ecu looking to stay tied and not fall behind here thanks shirley appreciate wa- that you are very welcome uh i steve, still don't care steve says where do we stand on the mully wig fund uh twenty dollars away we have uh, 80 yes. in the mully fund um watch this illusion jamie says chan has 20 banners in his house right now i didn't take one if y'all ain't getting anything i'm not getting anything randolph what's up randolph i eat y'all eat randolph says as the song goes chandler would you lie to me would some would tell something wasn't true would i lie to you baby chandler did lie right would to I our lie face to you, baby? we got to take a break 
when we return brian north joins us pirate radio live line talk football talk hoops talk more josh is josh o'neill listening live from the bahamas go pirates what's up bro i bet you the weather's a lot better down there than it is up here joe says the last one in 15 panthers team was much better than this one now how do you say that susan says hashtag no victory friday for us carolina panthers fans sorry susan i i'm proud of susan for not using the hashtag fire frank rock yet please wait susan at least she has questioned it i'm sure i'm sure but she was fire matt rule for multiple years (laughs) it's too soon to do that with another coach at least give it the rest of this year all right brian north joins us when we return We'll see if Chandler uh, could come up with a banner. Maybe you know somebody that's because Shirley and I are looking for one. So you, can you work the phones? Sure. All right. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, we'll go ahead and quickly head out to the Pirate Radio live line and talk some hoops some football and more with Brian North, WCTI 12. The Blitz coming up tonight as the high school playoffs roll on, and uh, we'll talk to North now. North, how you doing, man? We are doing very well, Clipper. Hope you are. Yes, sir, doing well. And, Brian, I know with you, I, I tried to not get into the basketball talk until the calendar turns uh but how about women's basketball can we talk women's basketball after what ecu did last night to uh usc upstate you know when i get into women's basketball (laughs) when's the final four (laughs) dang so that's even further away i can talk to you about women's basketball no no look there's a lot of hype around the ecu women's team coming off that aac championship and ncaa appearance and unfurling the banner last night which goes so well but at least on the court things have gone pretty well in two games yeah and and look a lot of people are circling the south carolina game uh it will be uh a big crowd in mengees and that is really cool for this program and kim mcneil um but brian the, the, the pirates are on the road at vcu tuesday and then the following monday They'll take on uh, Ohio State. So they've got good competition on this non-conference schedule. Because I always wonder, and I'll ask Coach Mack when he joins us on Tuesday, he calls women's hoops games. He kind of knows where teams are. Um, you know, where is this team nationally? Like, are we top 100? Are we top 75? I don't know. Uh, but it, it will be uh, some good tests here in the non-conference, Ohio State and Seton Hall, before you get to that big South Carolina game. 
great litmus test because when you look at last year as a whole, we all remember the, the AAC championship and the NCAA appearance. But before that, I mean, what were they going into the tournament? The, the sixth or seventh seed going right. into that tournament. So it was a matter of getting it together and look, new coaching staff and, and but recruiting well, two top 100 players on, on that roster, which I don't know if that had ever been done before. So the elements are starting to get there. And so, it came together at the end. Now can you be consistent with it? Can you build on it? And I think it's great litmus tests here uh, in this non-conference to find out if they if they are there, right? you know, or how far away are they in that sense. Because uh, women's college basketball is a little harder to tell. You know, the difference between the top 10 teams and the top 20 teams, there's a big difference. Even the that. top, like, two or three in the top yeah. 10, right? Like, yeah, there are so many levels. Yeah, the, the discrepancy. And, and even what ECU did to Elon, and they're opener, right? I mean, Elon's a Division One program, but obviously when you get good players, I don't know if there's as, as many good players to go around in women's basketball mm. as some other sports, and so I think that's where you see that discrepancy. So if you can get some of those, like South Carolina gets and Connecticut gets, and, and so if you can start getting some of those and building your own brand, there's still plenty of room to grow for women's college basketball in that sense of, of getting more players out there and distributing them a little more equally so more people. And NIL is a whole other thing when it comes to women's sports. But, you know, just like all women's sports, they, they kind of go behind the men uh, as they continue to grow. But we saw the SEC has already started um, cherry-picking other teams around the country for their best players. We saw that with Kennedy Todd Williams, the Jacksonville native who was having a great career at North Carolina, her dream school. Then all of a sudden she up and leaves and goes to Ole Miss. Well, why would she do such a thing? It's NIL money that's out there that the SEC has started throwing out. Can other programs around the country keep up with that? And I think, again, discrepancies between the top programs and the money programs and the rest of the country, and that's a battle ECU is going to have to fight in all these sports. It's a, it seems like an unseemly thing to talk about, but it is the reality of where college sports are at this moment. While we're on the topic, Brian, uh, we were getting ready for Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, and Blake Harrell on Wednesday at the press conferences, and there was a talk about the young lady from North Pitt who uh, chose NC State and and her talents and uh, had some, some TV folks covering that, I guess. But um, how about that young lady and, and you know, what what kind of level is she at that, that East Carolina was not in the mix for her? Yeah, so – probably there's some money involved in there. Too. Yeah. That's kind of where recruiting goes. But she's been on the radar since her junior high days. She was just one of those that now you've got, for lack of better words, remember the old mixtape days? of And one. Start, yeah, and, and even just starting to get their tape out there, like younger players. And she was been identified early. She reminded me a lot of, uh, reminds me a lot of Jamie Cherry, the former West Craven star who went had a really good career at North Carolina and is playing overseas right now. Just a young, dynamic talent identified early. And that's what she was. And she, she has a flashy brand of basketball and, and brings a lot of different elements to the court. Uh, so she was identified early, and the ACC teams were on her, and NC State wins it out. And, and you know, there's the connection with uh, the NC State basketball coach's wife is from Martin County, which neighbors right near there. I don't know if that factored into it at all. But, yeah, she was one who was probably going to go to a power league based on being identified early on. So good for her. Now it's a matter of she's in this new age of how long does she stay there? Does she get recruited by somebody else? What kind of career does she have stepping up in competition? Lots to be answered, but good for her uh, getting that attention, getting that out of the way early to enjoy her senior year now. Brian North joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Uh, let's uh, switch gears to football, Brian, and the wackiness in the ACC continues. Man, almost uh, – 
two and eleven last night because Louisville staved off uh, a a tough effort from Virginia. Louisville outscores them in the fourth quarter, seventeen to three, and wins it thirty one to twenty four. So they still stay in line to face Florida State in the ACC championship. I'm looking at some of these records, Ryan, and and just. To see, you know, Boston College has six wins this year. Both them and Virginia Tech, they play tomorrow. Three and two, winning records in the ACC. Georgia Tech, four and two in the ACC, taking on two and four Clemson. That doesn't sound right. (laughs) Wake Forest, who has been so good the last few years, one and five in the ACC. The U, Miami, losing record in the ACC. Pittsburgh, we've seen them up. They are down two and seven overall. And then a few weeks ago, we were, you know, excited about this Duke North Carolina matchup. That's kind of an afterthought now. It'll be on the ACC network at eight o'clock Saturday night, uh, due to mainly Duke's injuries and North Carolina stubbing their toe in a couple. But man, outside of Florida State, who they kind of messed around last week in their game, and I think Florida State Miami can be a game tomorrow. I think Miami may show up and uh, and give them a game. But man, you just never know with that conference. Yes, I'm, I, it's about time for Florida State to stumble and get yeah. the ACC out of that conversation and make everybody mad that's in the ACC that they're not in the national championship picture anymore. It just feels like it's going to happen, right? Miami would be the right team to do it as bad as they've been this year. They still have a ton of talent because everyone thought they would be a top-10 team throughout this year. So, no, I'm waiting for that. But, no, this has been a wacky, wacky year. And, again, I think when you start really breaking things down, you can start looking at transfer portal and NIL and how that's effect, uh, affected all of these teams, whether they've missed on it or haven't taken part in it, like Clemson or what the deal is. But it's, it's part of that parity that goes with it. Football was always such a sport where you had to have people there four to five years yeah. to learn the system and earn their way. And now, I mean, we got Joshua Dobbs going from <laughs> quarterback one week to another in the NFL – and we, we've seen that happen, right? We're, we saw that with high school football during the, the pandemic and COVID where you were scheduled to play one team and all of a sudden because they had COVID, you had to switch on a Thursday or Friday and schedule somebody else the last half. And it was okay, right? It was okay. So I think we're seeing that in college football. Who can make those adjustments and, and plug in those players the fastest mm. to make those adjustments? So I think you're seeing some of that with the ACC. But that also creates such an instability where you're going to see in North Carolina with top 15 top 10 talent, but then they lose to two unranked teams in a row because of whatever it is that you're trying to identify. But I think we're going to see a lot more of that um, unstableness when it comes to the week to week stuff. Brian North joining us. Pirates on the road at FAU will be with you at noon on the Bud Light pregame tailgate right here. And then after the game, the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call in show. And Brian, I'm, I mean, I'm just running out of things to say uh, with this football team. It's all been said. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, really from day one, just uh, offense, uh, putrid, and and the defense, and and boy, give credit to those guys for showing up after a subpar effort against UTSA. They were awesome last week against Tulane, and and I think the script will be similar tomorrow. I think East Carolina will look up in the third quarter. Will be a score, you know, maybe uh, seven to ten down, and have a chance to to win to be in the game. Yep, yep. Uh, and and at some point, you think the law of averages says they're going to win one of these close games, or uh, it, they're going to run out of time with the season. But you just keep expecting. Sometimes it's just you have a year like this, and we talked about this before. And sometimes you just don't. You're, but I always say you're at least you're in the game. This isn't the John Thompson years or even the Scotty Montgomery years where you're getting blown out so bad everybody's leaving by the end of the second quarter. So at least this team is being competitive and in games, but maybe that makes it more frustrating 
because you are right there. You know, you, you can't go out and break the leaves in the first quarter because they're in the game. So, uh, look, it's, it's, at some point, and they're just, I, I'm a bit optimistic view that they're just going to run out of games this season. I still think there's something there where they can be decent, not maybe a conference uh, contender, but at least they can be decent because they're still in these games in the fourth quarter. And so there's something there. It just has not clicked at the end for them this year, which I'm sure when they get done with the season, they'll go back and they'll review. And I, I'm sure there's a million things they could change that may change those outcomes. But when you look at the quarterback situation, uh, maybe trying to figure out that quarterback situation for too long instead of going with one over the other. We've seen, Brian, as the years go on, you, you, this patience runs out quicker and quicker in life and sports and, and everything. Uh, so let's go to the NFL ranks on that. How much patience will be shown uh, in Charlotte with the Carolina Panthers and if Frank Wright can't find a way to get a few more wins this year? So you always have to factor in what does the owner think, right? Because we don't have any say in it. I mean, the fans would want Frank Frank Reich run out a while ago, but he's got the big contract. He's in his first year. He's tied to a quarterback. They mortgaged a little bit of their their draft capital for. I, I think you give the guy at least another year. You at least give him to the end of the season. I got people in my newsroom who want him fired now. If they lose to the Bears, they should fire him. I go, and do what? I mean, their defense has played pretty decent. Uh, the offense is still you know struggling at times, and just like ECU, they just haven't quite hit on that formula yet. But injuries have had a lot to do with that as well. And the one thing you can tell in the NFL, whoever stays injury-free usually is going to have a good year. Those who have a lot of injuries are going to struggle, and the, and the Panthers have dealt with that as well. But they just haven't – everybody's just waiting for that everything to click. And it just – something is not clicking on that offense on a consistent basis. But, again, what are they have? Nine games to go, eight games to go. There's still a lot of season to play. So I don't think you can, you can make coaching decisions in the middle of the season with a first-year coach and a first-year quarterback – I think you have to let the season play out, and then you have to evaluate after that. Look, bring back Steve Wilkes, bring back 50-year-old Cam Newton. Panthers fans will be happy for a few weeks <laughs> until they start losing again. Yeah. Uh, but you'll, you'll appease them for at least a, a, a half a month or something. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe this is some karma for how Steve Wilkes was treated. I think we all said that he deserved the shot, but uh, Steve, uh, but Tepper uh, wanted the uh, – wanted an offensive guy and he got him and Frank Reich's resume said that he could figure out offense and and with different quarterbacks and and come up with a product it just has not clicked so far what was the stat that I heard that um, Bryce Young had the most catchable balls not caught this year some stat along those lines where he hasn't played horrible he just hasn't gotten a lot of help in, in the uh in the passing game either Brian, uh, we'll wrap it up. First question I asked Bailey when he came in on Monday was, uh, are we getting the New Bern tory Now matchup? And he said no, and it bummed me out. I was looking forward to previewing it with you today, but uh, unfortunately, uh, one team advanced, one didn't, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but New Bern got two positives out of that. One, they got a, another home game, which they would have had to travel the hillside. And two, when I was talking with their head coach, Terrence Saxby, the other day, he goes, Thank God we're not playing them because I don't have to answer all those questions about him and the stuff that happened when I was not here. We can just now talk about football. That's, that's a great point. You eliminated the distraction of all of that yeah. for New Bern and the existing players. But I will throw this caveat out there for you now, Clipper, so we can look forward to this next week. If New Bern beats New Hanover and wins, and if Leesville Road goes into Cleveland and wins, guess what former Craven County coach will return to Newburn next week. Who's that? Jim Bob Bryant, <laughs> offensive coordinator at Leesville Road. Wow. So we can at least have that 
if they can somehow pull off the upset and Newbern wins at home. So root for that matchup for next week. What else uh, you got coming up tonight, Brian? What games uh, to keep an eye on? Yeah, so there's some really good ones. I think our headliner is Farmville Central and Southwest Edgecombe in a rematch of a game where they scored almost 100 points combined in the first meeting back in September. It was one of Farmville Central's only two losses of the year. And Farmville Central, we knew that was going to be a game where they would have to take on a physical team for the first time, and Southwest Edgecombe smacked them in the mouth early. Farmville Central came back late. West Craven's the other team that was physical with them and beat them. Last week, Farmville Central takes on a physical Southwest Onslow team, finds a way to win. So how much has Farmville Central improved from that first meeting almost two months ago? We're really looking forward to that one. New Hanover at New Bern is a big one as well. We look forward to that. West Craven at Nash Central certainly has piqued our interest. Um, and Wallace Rose Hill hosting Hertford County. Two athletic teams. Hertford County's really good this year. A lot of been under the radar. So I'm really curious to see how that one works out in Wallace. Those are the big ones we're looking at. But they're all big at this point, right? Shout out to the uh, Farmvillians who are still following football and not, you know, talking about what Larry Williford's going to put out there for a starting five at this point in the year. Right, including Alex Moy, who's one of his good players out there. But Larry's the biggest champion of the football stuff when it comes to that. Yeah. Because he knows come March they'll be fine in basketball. He's not that worried. I think he's enjoying the football. <laughs> Larry is also an athletic director, right? And football still pays the bill. So I think he likes having this success in football. I saw him at the Pirate Radio football kickoff party. I guess that would have been after one week, maybe two, of high school football. And said, man, are y'all a football school? And he said, hell, I hope so. I, I would love it. So, yeah, he's all in. Yeah, and, of course, and he's going to be right back there in the mix of basketball as well. So if they can get football to generate revenue and, and, and attract the athletes and open enrollment, why not? Better for Larry in the long run. But there you go. But certainly have it going on athletically right now. North, thanks for joining us, man. We will lob you a phone call Saturday, see if you are available, and uh, talk a little more ECU and FAU. What you got planned with the fam on Saturday? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, we have uh, got an open week. Yeah, we had an open weekend. Um, <laughs> something about cleaning out a carport or something. I don't Yeah. Know. I know you'll find something. Uh, good stuff. Thank you, Brian. Enjoyed it, man. Uh, all right. Sounds good, Clipper. Brian North joining us on a Friday edition, a football free beer Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a break, come back as we do. Wow, nice rally by the Pirates in set three. They're taking on USF. Burr. East Carolina was down 19 14. Down 23-21, they come back and win the set on a 6-0 run and are now up two sets to one on USF. So we will keep an eye on that on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Buck. Breaking news, Jim Harbaugh will be suspended from the sideline during games for the remainder of the regular season. He will be allowed to coach during the week. So, literally what he was doing at the beginning of the year. Yep. Pretty much. God, he's going to miss... Uh, that was for buying a recruited burger. This one's a much bigger circumstance. We'll take a break, come back, have more for you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 
21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Christie's Europub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink this ECU football season. Located in the heart of Greenville and just a few blocks from ECU's campus, Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and late night with live music every Sunday. And if you like brunch, Christie's has brunch every day, Tuesday through Sunday. For the latest information, check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit them online at christieseuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy a pint at Christie's Europub today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, as we went to break, we told you uh, <laughs> news coming out. Jim Harbaugh suspended from the sideline for the remainder of the regular season. Can he be in the booth in the box? I don't know. I'm assuming he is banned from game day. He will coach during the week, but does that mean he'll be able to coach in the Big Ten Championship and the playoff if they make it there? The big story today is not that. The big story is that Biff Pogey has spoken. Uh uh-uh. uh. Pogey. Sorry. Pogey. Biff Pogey, my idol, has uh, said on Twitter an hour ago, he said, I have been quiet on the Michigan situation, but no longer. <laughs> Why did he? Why did he go all caps? But no, longer. Why didn't he put a longer in all caps? Here's what makes me cringe: is that he has a period, not an exclamation point, after saying that in all caps. But the I and the period's not spaced. Well, out. how about the double space between no and longer? Oh, Biff, what are we doing? I have been quiet on the Michigan situation, but no longer. longer. I was closer to Jim Harbaugh over the last three years than anyone except his wife and kids. Period. No space. If Jim knew, I would have known. Period. Space. I didn't know, and neither did he. Period. Space. I stake my reputation on it. Period. No space. Stop whining and get a better team. And that sentence didn't finish because there's no punctuation (laughs) on it. So there is Biff staking his reputation his that is someone that does not need to speak during this time his big time reputation (laughs) on uh on jim harbaugh not knowing about the connor stallions sign stealing debacle debacle uh let's see Mike P. said, I can't wait to see what cutie patootie formation Michigan comes out in for their first play to honor Harbaugh. R.I.P. Jim Harbaugh. And they did that in the Michigan and the ECU game. Michael Winstead said, hello, everyone. What's up, Mr. Winstead? It was great to see Isaiah last Saturday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. And uh, I said, man, can't wait to see you on Sunday. He said, it's coming soon. It's coming. And I believe him. I believe anything Isaiah Winstead tells me. When he didn't get drafted and didn't get picked up as a free agent. I was like, hey, man, keep working. He was like, hey, don't worry. Ain't even a problem. In fact, he texted me. He said, we're going to be talking about this a year from now on your pirate radio show about how I made it. And he's right. Now he's just got to take that one little step further and get on the field. Uh, Josh has a pirate radio outdoors update for us. He says, dear Stan, listening. All right, don't let the deer hear. We are not a show for deers. Uh, man, there was a little one yesterday on the way home that wanted to jump out in the road, but instead went from field to ditch back to the field as I was approaching. Scary, man. It's scary driving out there. Scary world out there. 
Man, it's a scary world. It looks scary. Hey, today. A- add that to the uh, adult fears. We're talking about dentist, car repairs, tax season. Add world to it. No, add driving in the country. Anytime, but especially when it's dark outside. Yeah. During this time of year, because you don't know what's out there, what's going to jump out in front of you. I know Bryce and I. Our area has a speed limit of 80 that we made up, but I... But you might want to slow it down to 75. Yeah, I go a little slower out there because I'm a little nervous. An adult fear question. Yeah. Have you ever gotten a... And we don't... You don't have to disclose any information, but like a call from your school about your child? Mm. That's a good one. That's kind of a fear. Yeah. Because who knows what my child did. You have a child? Huh? You have a child? I got one. It's got four legs, though. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> you might want to take him to a doctor. Told some prayers. Um, I mean, I had this wasn't a fear yesterday, but it was a new experience. I talked about it on the air. I was proud of Lily, my daughter, for doing volunteer work at a medical place for uh, a program that she's in at school, and you know she hasn't been away from uh, my wife and I much go to a friend's house or do something but outside of going to school she's pretty much home so for her to do something independent like that on her own it made me proud and also made me sad it fills your heart with pride she'll realize how much fun life can be without your mom and dad being around (laughs) i'm scared of that happening this is how it is (laughs) yeah this is awesome (laughs) uh she was in a cubicle for four hours but uh that she did all right so i was proud of her let's take a break when we return i know somebody you're not proud of (laughs) frank wright i'm not proud of him bryce young saw people trashing mingo on social media yeah a week after i talked about how i liked him yeah tony dunn joins us and we'll get the recap of last night should i call it a recrap (laughs) (laughs) Chris Paul and me. Yeah. More importantly, we'll make our week 10 picks. My my lead is dwindling. Joey has cut it to two games. Lead for first. Chopping the tree down. Chon, I lied to you earlier. You're still one game back. You're still in last place alone, but only one game back of Tony. Danny floating in the middle, like a middle reliever. Like the middle reliever that he is. (laughs) We'll make the picks and have more when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business organization or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. 
And Bud Light reminds uh, Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, it is a free beer Friday, so stay tuned for a case of Bud Light later on in today's program. So we got a lot of interviews to get to as well. Morgan Aylers, Chris Haymeyer, Greeny, Mark Greenhelch. And uh, Randolph in the chat says, Marine Corps, happy birthday, 248 today. So there you go on this Veterans Day. Tony Dunn joining us. Yeah. Hello, Tony. November 10th, 1976, I believe. 77, one of the two. Marine Corps birthday. 1977? 17. Okay. 17. Sorry. I do the same thing with dates that I do with people's names. Yeah, the math wasn't checking out there no, for me, but no. you're not a math guy. You're a... Uh, what are you? History I'm a historian, guy? yeah. Yeah. Well, this season's one for the history books. One the for Panthers. the history books. I wish they could put it in old world books so I couldn't ever see it and it was just in somebody's attic. I'm looking for... Oh, it was Joe, I want to say, said... The last one in 15 Panthers team was much better than this one. Boy, it's bad when you have to go down that road. But uh, is it because no way that can be points? true, right? Well, right. Who was that? Uh, Clawson? Yeah. And they, I think we won two games. Yeah, we, we, were, uh, we were two and 14. Two and 14. So was Seifert? Yes. Carolina but Panthers. now the 2010. So I, I agree. I think this is the worst Panthers team. Not as in. As by points, technically they aren't. They average a little bit more points than the 2010 team does. But the 2010 team was devoid of talent and expectation from the beginning. Jerry Richardson had sold that team out the year before as they were going into the locket. Where you know, I mean, he was negotiating. Remember when he Peyton Manning pulled out the graph and the chart, and then jerry richardson said what do you know about reading graphs and charts or something like this and and they he was playing the hardball guy for the owners at the time and one of the things that the kind of the rumor was is that they then rewarded d'angelo williams and jonathan stewart with contracts after that because he put the team through financial distress the year before so he said like he had his guys and he said just stick with me i'll get you next year and then they came out and gave the two big contracts to the running backs. So, um, but that team, like, man, we didn't think they were good. This team, you thought you were going to go. It's like going to a really nice restaurant and then them just putting out a hamburger from like on a fast food restaurant. On a paper plate. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if y'all were necessarily a really nice restaurant, but at least a fun one. And right. Or we, we thought like that we were going like to enjoy a... the restaurant. We thought we were going to go to <laughs> it. a good and, meal. Yeah, it's like opening then... a new tiebreakers and it's just not the same. But yeah. this tiebreakers is good. Okay. <laughs> it's like going to a cheesecake factory and not getting a piece of cheesecake. They don't have it at all. No. <laughs> they don't no. We're out of cheesecake. We're out of cheesecake. <laughs> we're out of cheesecake. Can we give you some we're pie? We're just a factory. <laughs> <laughs> we're Put need a hard you. hat on. We're going to need you to get on the line. <laughs> we're building cars today. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at uh, Panther season's history. So, 1 and 15 was 2001. Yeah, that got us Julius Peppers. Well, that, I was kind of going to get to that. So, 2001, next year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Julius Peppers. Yeah. How about this, Tony? 2010. Which I'm telling you stuff you already know. 2010, 2 and 14. Next two years, Cam Newton, Rookie of the Year. Luke Keekley, Rookie of the Year. Now, Guess what? No Rookie of the Year on the way, brother. Yeah. 
unless you find somebody <laughs> at 33 who is just awesome yeah uh, tough times. Tough How times. about uh, C.J. Stroud is not only uh, on pace to win Rookie of the Year, but arguably MVP? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Why not? Well, they're hey, they're not going to win enough games. But but no, they wouldn't give him that. No, they wouldn't. But look at his numbers compared to Patrick Mahomes. Who else would we say? We would say Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Is there another person that we would throw into the mix of? Oh, Hurts. The Bengals are going to keep winning, and and Burrow's going to be up there. Hurts will certainly be up there. Let's check their stack if we could do a quick stack comparison. Why don't you help him? I wish we could give it to like well Tua as well, maybe. Uh, But give it to McCaffrey. Why do we have to give it to a quarterback all the time? Well, right now because the San Francisco Forty Niners are going downhill. But what if the the Texans could make the playoffs, man? All right. Do you so think- maybe they win enough. Uh, you say they're not going to win enough games. Wait until we check out their schedule later, and they've got to. Pu- they get to play the Colts twice. They get to play the Bears. They get to play a bunch of terrible teams. I think the only team they got on their schedule that's any good is or two Jacksonville and the Bengals. Do you value passing yards? Yeah, well, well, I mean, let's, put, I think, yeah. let's put Sam Howell in the discussion. Second in the league in hey, passing yards. I'm I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> Uh, CJ Stroud right now, seventh in yards. He is seventh in touchdowns. Let's, how about the interception numbers? They're low. Uh, I think he only has two, one. P- one pick. Yeah. That's a, is that right? Yeah. yeah. That he is didn't crazy. Th- yeah, it didn't throw it the first four, uh, like five or six games with no interceptions. Wow. How is he six. seventh? What are his yards? to one ratio. What's yeah. his yards? I mean, is it, it can't be, while he's seventh, he can't be a super four behind these guys. So Tua is at 2,600. In the 2,400s, you've got Hal Mahomes, Allen. 2,300s, you've got uh Hertz Cousins and then Stroud is next. What so is he? Is right he twenty three? Twenty two twenty two seventy. So he's I mean, he's there, right yeah. there with these guys, dude. Yeah. Impressive. Very and taking six next week. A I'm two and fifteen team to the playoffs potentially. Yeah, I mean that, MVP. Has a rookie ever won MVP? Uh great question. Let's look it up. As a rookie, one NFL MVP, Jim Brown. <laughs> okay, only a rookie. sole rookie. I was going to say like Jerry Rice because he's got like every NFL record, and Jim Brown yeah. has that for running backs. All right, uh, Tony Dunn here. Okay, I didn't close out everything. Do you know what's uh, been awesome about this segment so far? What we haven't talked about the Panthers. You want to? Can I ask you a big picture question? What's that? that you're tired of hearing and talking about? Sure. I like doing this to you because people do this to me on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, Clip? <laughs> Tony, how you doing? <laughs> Great, man. Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Do you want me to finish the sentence? Mm. Yeah, let's play that game. Yeah. Frank Reich. Frank Reich will be a one-and-done coach. Oh, oh, boy. And, you know, I took a bold and uh, in, in somewhat unpopular stance over the last week. Uh, and this is how much things can change in just two days, is that I have been advocating that I think the Panthers should keep Frank Wright for another season to uh, for the betterment of Bryce Young and, and not risk his detriment. And the reason I believe this is that we're going to make a change at general manager, 
And then if you bring in a new coach next year, you have a new staff, obviously, you have a new system, and they didn't pick Bryce Young. So Bryce Young is going to have a shorter leash under that regime than he would have with the people that then picked him. So the idea was to let Bryce develop for another year under the people that actually believed in him with the opportunity of, hey, going into season three, even if it wasn't the new coaching staff then, to see what you got. But now it always feels like this is it's just going to I don't want Bryce to be the baby that gets washed out with the bathwater. And right now there's zero argument to keep Frank Reich. That's the thing is like I want to. I want to say that Bryce Young has shown us the reasons that we should be optimistic. I want to say, hey, that look, this team hasn't gotten the results that we had hoped for. But we can see that there are things that are going to be put that are being put in place to where we can build on. Don't measure it by wins; measure it another some some other way. But I can't find anything. That's what I was going to. I mean, I can't find one good thing to say about any of these guys. And on t- on sadly, on top of this, is I can't. I feel I feel that way about Bryce a little bit. Is that. What do you say other than that he hasn't been horrible? That's but the he, best compliment you can give. Yeah, right he now. hasn't been horrible, but he hasn't been average. He hasn't been good. And all people are going to say is, well, he doesn't have an offensive line. He doesn't have receivers. I agree with all of those. Horrendous coaching. But he also hasn't played well. And that, to me stinks i mean it's been atrocious last night i started out with the c3 panthers post game show and i said the panthers suck we'll see you next week and then you know we faked an exit but i mean what do you say when the team look your special team scores the touchdown you go up what 10 nothing i think we were up at one point um and you can't even just hold the line your defense is your defense isn't doing well by any means they had no pass rush they weren't doing anything but we couldn't just hold off a team that had a guy who has never even played in division one college they got he what's the name of the d2 or whatever they call that now their heisman uh, there, well, there's a Walter Payton award, but that's FCS. I'm not sure. Whatever that trophy is, that guy beat Bryce Young last night. That's crazy. An undrafted free agent with the worst, one of the worst defenses in the league, and the Panthers could not move the ball. At one point, the Bears muffed a putt. You didn't watch any of this? Not a second. You uh, didn't miss anything. I was watching Gen V. It was all, you, you know what, which I love. And I wish I was watching it with you. <laughs> At one point, the Bears muffed a punt. Not muffed a punt. They, what do you, when you kick a crappy one? I guess that's Shank. it. Shanked. Shanked. Yes. Shanked a punt. We got the ball clip on their 40. On their 40, five minutes later, we were on their 30. We went backwards from their 40 to our we had more backwards yards on that drive than forward yards i swear man everything you say just brings me to saturdays with ecu with uh the struggles offensively you know uh this is the thing that i've been resisting is uh, all panther fans go this is the worst team in america this is the worst offense in america and i've just sat silent and i'm like you know 
it might just be the second worst, actually, because on Saturdays, I've seen the worst offense ever. <laughs> what a nightmare for you guys. I mean, the, I'm, I'm disappointed with the commanders. They lost to that crappy Bears team, that, but they they've had some fun games yeah. and like moments and things to be excited about y'all have had zero Nothing. zero and what we've got too yeah. is um just more questions like there's not a belief in bryce young and that's sad you know it's sad when you get the number one draft pick you trade up for it and it's really hard to find an argument for him having a good future and that is something i didn't have on my bingo card um, I didn't think anywhere. I didn't think he was going to come out, and all of a sudden he could be like the next whatever sure. Cam. You know this kind of thing. But you, I, you loved how at least polished he was, and you felt like he was ready. I listened to, to these handle it. Dumb draft people clip. <laughs> you know what? I am turning into clip. Yeah, I am. In, I am. Beca- I am clip. Except you work out a lot and stay in shape. Right, I'm mean, like, well, yeah, um, well, your your healthy clip, healthy clip. <laughs> we got regular clip and healthy clip. I'm not as healthy, but still. And I'm working on this one too. I'm molding him into me. Yeah. He's getting <laughs> more and more depressed. A gelatinous goo. He asked me earlier, um, what what should I do, man? Should I? So what do I do from here? I don't know. Do I go I wear my jersey and watch the game next week? Do I? What do I do? How do I handle this? What'd man, you tell him? You just detach yourself completely emotionally from it enjoy football for what it is but do not put your heart into the rest of this season it's over wait till next year i also feel like this is where i've become clip one is this is i don't care about the draft at all anymore just tell me the players that we drafted i don't want to and then any here are red flags guys anytime someone says general generational talent red flag right pro ready red flag talk any of these people that are talking these people up they don't know crap they are just us they are just us yeah right us with like better clothes yeah a lot of times and makeup yeah that's it in fact you know what they're dumb versions of us half the time (laughs) and then a lot yeah and then the next part where i've become clip is it i don't even get upset Mm. that's when i don't even it's just like actually i do not anticipate success i am negative i'm like clip like it's like this it's like oh they're gonna blow this yeah you you can't even in moments of happiness believe it's happy yeah you believe it's a fraud happy i'm sorry tony but welcome (laughs) to the dark side uh let's take a break chad wants to hold a moment of silence for the end of tana thrill's career I want to do that for Chad. All right. There you go, Chad. Uh, Chandler, while you're here, uh, Jamie said, the NCAA taking away the confrontation of Day and Harbaugh after the Ohio State-Michigan game is a travesty. They're taking away fireworks. But can you do an impression of Ryan Day of what it'll be like without Harbaugh there? where's Harbaugh at there you go where's Jim Harbaugh at took you a second but there you go (laughs) he called out Lou earlier this year now he's gonna ask where Jim is where's Jim Harbaugh at where's Harbaugh where's Harbaugh bring me Jim All right, uh, Jamie says Chandler staring at Tony like he's just discovered religion (laughs) (laughs) welcome to your new religion not caring about clips quick scoreboard update East Carolina is leading two sets to one they are in uh, this final set, and they're tied at 29. It has been a mm. battle 
between the two teams, and uh, they are going back and forth. Right now it's tied at 29. Make that 30-29 to 29 East Carolina. So they are now mm. facing not only set point. Oh, no, correction. Mm. South Florida is facing set point. I'm sorry. They pointed uh, to East Carolina at first. What That's a why roller coaster. It has been back and forth, these two teams. That's it's been fun to watch. All right, just a few points away from putting down the sledgehammer. Well played, sir. Thank you. We'll be back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The sidebar is the place to be this football season in downtown Greenville. Get your team together for dinner on the patio or inside. Starting at 5.30, Tuesday through Saturday, or take a break from work and enjoy the tastiest foods around for lunch, Thursday through Saturday from 11.30 to 2.30. And on Sundays, you can enjoy a delicious fall brunch from 11 to 2. You can make your reservation today by calling 751-0151, follow the Sidebar on Facebook, or on Instagram at sidebar.greenville for more details. And as we head back in to Pirate Radio Live, Quick Buccaneer uh, music uh, hall Bob. scoreboard. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, South Florida rallied to defeat East Carolina in uh, game four. So now the uh, sets are tied at two apiece. This is a best of five. So the uh, third and uh, the deciding set is about to start in just a couple of minutes. All right. We'll keep an eye on that. Buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Joe, you'll be bouncing out there tonight he's a bouncing buck i was gonna say go see him but you don't want to see him you want to have a good night without seeing him uh no i mean i'd love to see everybody just don't give me problems i appreciate if you uh, so you chat up you'll talk yeah, to folks you can say i, I don't okay. like to have long conversations <laughs> hey me neither and just i ain't even quick high and, and bye yeah all right uh randolph came by with some goodies appreciate you randolph thank you man uh, we will be picking uh, – everybody's picking the Cowboys this week because they play a team called the New York Giants. Ooh. Is it DeVito time again? Tommy DeVito. So Daniel Jones out for the year. The question is, is where is Tyrod Taylor at? Probably getting cussed, right? Getting stabbed by a trainer. Mm-hmm. Man, talk he's about the weird, worst look. He's had a weird career, right? Like yeah. he's Tommy made, DeVito is such a New York player's name, though. That is true. And he stands. Hey, did you hear Tommy DeVito starting today for the Giants? What's a grit? Here's the standings. What's that from? Uh, my, my cousin, cousin Vinny. Vinny. There you go. I saw that late in life, Chandler. So it's there's good. still time for you to see it. It's good. I've actually seen the last, uh, the last bit of it when they're in the courthouse. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Watch a whole movie, would you? What, like on TikTok or something? God, that bums me out. No, Is that it's really? actually on TV. Mm-hmm. And you just, you I like, just in it's at the end of this movie. I might as well watch it. I was just like sitting there. 
that should be your thing then you should only watch the end of movies like the sixth sense <laughs> like you know oh, oh man all you see the end it, of that movie perfect all you see is so like the, the dog died it's like oh well i know but uh, all right. I, watched, I saw the end of it the only good m night Shyamalan movie Ooh, i like signs <laughs> nope i concur with what signs you want me to ruin no, it for you? The, oh, um, that it's the only good one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How it's about the only the, M. Night Shyamalan ding dong movie? Yeah. How about uh, Signs? Wait the entire movie is built around the idea of this crazy, awesome alien race, which is intimidating. It's scary. They don't show it too much, which the whole movie is great all the way to the end. And then you realize, wait a second, these aliens are allergic to water yeah, and they invaded the blue planet? Genius. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Fail. He always has a great trailer, though. If you ever make a movie, you should just hire him to make the trailer. So weren't the ones with uh, Mr. Glass and uh, all that? Unbreakable, Those that was good. him. That was good. It was just only four hours. <laughs> God, you are a cranky old man. <laughs> you are me. Uh, Clip is in the lead with 79 wins this year. Young Joey creeping up on my heels with 77. DB, middle reliever, is in the middle with 75. Tony, 72. Chan, 71. Uh, you Wasn't he only, was he two games or one game back last week? And remember, he tried to make up everything, and then we still ended up just like this. Oh, yeah. Y'all had like <laughs> seven six different or games. seven different games uh, from one another. Yeah. And nothing happened in the stands. Y'all like, y'all don't have, you don't have to do it now. It's like, no, I'm going all in. <laughs> all right, let's start with Colts Pats. Where the hell is this game at? I think it's in New England. Australia. I don't think it's in New England. I'm pretty positive it's not. This game is in Germany. Oh. Back to Germany we go. Give me the Colts. Colts. Minshew Magic. Colts. I will take the Colts. Oh, do we have Danny's? Have you? I sent it to him. Okay, thank you. Appreciate you doing that. Uh, We'll get his picks later. Everybody right now is on Jamie's Colts to win this game. Does that have anything to do with who the Patriots lost to last week? Oh, y'all saw the Colts play last week. We did. <laughs> what did you think of them? Uh, we don't know because... Uh, I got you. Yeah, the Panthers threw two pick sixes. So Yeah. Texans at Bengals. All right, so let me say that there are only two good games and then a few you could throw in a pretty good category. I'll put this in the pretty good category just because the Texans are fun. But the Bengals, man, they are red if, hot. If the Texans win this, do you uh, come on to the C.J. Stroud MVP? Yes. I'll, I'll jump over there. I don't think it'll happen. But no, yeah, I mean, I'm picking over. the Bengals. I am I as well. Give me the Texans. The Texans uh, for me. Wow. Chandler. So Joey said, and Joey, Joey's not going to win because he's going to keep picking against the Bengals every week. That's no, his thing. I'm only two behind you. I know. So if you pick straight up, you could win. But you're, you're always going to be one or, behind. Yeah. Just keep doing what I'm doing, and I'm going to slowly creep up. You're slowly declining. I'm slowly increasing. All right. Well, not in this game because the Bengals are going to beat the Texans. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. Saints at Vikings. You got to feel like a real moron if your quarterback got hurt or stinks, and a team is able to bring in a quarterback in and the middle didn't of the week practice at all. that didn't know the plays. Who was it against again? Who did, uh, uh, you should be laughing because it was the Falcons. That's right. That was the Falcons. And now they're going to do it to the Saints. <laughs> what if Josh Dobbs just beats every uh, division You know team? what? I'm picking them. 
Vikings. Y'all played the Vikings? Yes. Yeah. That was the so that was the game where I ran it the next day. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah. we started the game with a pick six. Oh and still yeah. Lost. Oh yeah. Uh, I'll take the Saints. Tony, you're taking who? The Vikings. Okay. Josh Dobbs. Let's go to the moon. Is Dobbs starting? Yes, so. Uh Joey. Vikings. All right. And Sean. Uh, I'll go Saints. Packers at Steelers. This just feels like a first one to 12 wins. What's the total? You got to pull it up, Tony? Packers, Steelers. Uh, 38 and a half. Okay. Under. I got the Steelers. I'll take Pittsburgh at home. Same. Pittsburgh. All right. Titans. Hey, you know what, Chandler? You can just watch that like a movie. Just tune in watch for the, the end, end of it, and you'll see Kenny Pickett's best ga- best plays. Titans at Bucks. Yuck. Bucks coming off a historic loss. I don't like picking the Bucks. Why? Oh, to the Texans. Yeah. Crazy <clears throat> comeback. Uh, I think he had like 400 yards in the fourth quarter. So like that three I think if the Titans record went as i picked them this year they would be like eight and one i feel like i've picked them every week you know will levis has looked very good he mm-hmm. looked better than he than he than i said he would in game two i thought it yeah. was gonna be a disaster yeah. for and him. it wasn't it really that wasn't. bad it's yeah. just they couldn't really get anything to go through you know like just fine this is listener appreciation day i'm taking james you know colts i'm taking chad's I'm, titans i'm with chad said, i'm taking randolph's cowboys mayo madness titans. for me okay joey titans as well and sean i'll go titans all right we go to one of the good games no all right false has, has good it game been, has it been three, you know what it, I don't want you being too much like me. <laughs> we can't. Then we'll just have the same conversation. No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Why did you cut me off, Tony? Because it's a fake good game. It's a fraud, <laughs> dude. What were you going to say, Sean? Is, does, are they facing four straight losses, the 49ers? Well, uh, we're on, oh, we're on the 49ers? Oh, I'm looking at my list. I'm sitting here going this. I'm on a different game. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder. Uh, I will take the Niners at the Jags. Is this a real good game or a fake good game? This is a real good game. Okay. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> We're good. I was thinking, I was looking at my list okay. over here, which is Detroit Chargers, which I think is a fraud. That's game. my second good game. <laughs> fraud. So you can call me a fraud then. I got the Niners as well. All right. Somebody's going to take the Jags. Where is it at? In it's J in Actionville. It's in, in Jacksonville? The dirty pool. Good. Just take the Niners. Uh, uh, by the way, Chase. the Jags have won five in a row. Have they really? Yeah, I'm going to go 49ers. And Slump coming buster. Off, coming off a bye. Chandler, this is what I like to say. Two teams going in opposite directions. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Everybody's picked the 49ers. Make a move, cowboy. <laughs> Jags. Going to Island. Going on Jags Island. All right. This is a fake good game, Tony. I do want to point out uh, credit to you, Joey, pretty much everybody. I tried to get y'all around to say in Seattle, Baltimore would be a good mm-hmm. game. You're like, nah. Um, Baltimore is where good teams go to die. We saw it with the Lions. We saw it with the Seahawks. If you want to say the Texans are at least pretty good, they got blown out in Baltimore. You go there as a pretty good team, you lose in blowout fashion. What, what do I call the Panthers? A get right team, get right yeah, game. The Baltimore 
Ravens, get wrong, team. Get wrong. So are the Browns get gonna, exposed? Are the Browns going to get wrong? Yes. You're taking the Ravens. I got the Ravens, but I think it'll be a better game than you guys are giving it credit for. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout, but I think this is whatever anybody's gonna say is is that oh, Cleveland's got the greatest defense in the NFL. Well, you know what is the the Ravens have they can beat you anyway. Lamar's got the highest passing percentage or completion rate, I think, in the NFL right now, um, or passing, which I guess would be the same. Um, they can run the ball. They can throw the ball and they play good defense. They're a complete team. They're like right now my Super Bowl pick. Wow. Uh, what are the Browns? Like, are they? I watched them against Pittsburgh early? early in the year and they had a pick six. Yeah, and... it was a crazy one, too. Like the tip bobble. Oh, wait. I had the Steelers that game. The Steelers won. Yeah. I was against the Browns. I remember just being super unimpressed with them. Yeah, because Watson's been horrible. And then he had a game where he put up fantasy points. I didn't watch it, but it was against the Cardinals. So. Right, they just beat the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, I don't really believe. Just beating up on the little kid? I'll take the Ravens. I'll get Ravens, too. All right. Wasn't it the Browns that we well, kept asking, are they good in, earlier in the year? Yeah, I mean, we've the done answer that for is a no. lot of teams. You don't think the Browns are good? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, we'll get to the 4 o'clocks and the prime timers when we return. Pirate Radio Live. Shirley, do you got an update as we go to break here? On the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. As it stands right now, both teams are tied at nine apiece. And this goes to 15. Set five, yes. right? You All have right. to win by two if the score is tied yeah. at on match point. Make that. East Carolina taking the lead now 10-9. The match is tied at two games apiece. It's the best of five. So this is the deciding set. That's okay. offense, baby. That's offense. Take me to break when we return. Four o'clocks. A fake good game. I got bad news, Tony. If you don't think Lions Chargers is good, there are no good games left on this slate. Go to bed early. Not a great slate on a Sunday. We'll be back to pick them after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Towns Insurance Advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty, back with you here. Pirate Radio Live on a free beer football Friday. Got a case of Bud Light up for grabs in hour number three. We will make you a winner. Uh, We've got... By the way, Shirley Rhodes here, Joey here. Shout out Randolph joining us today on Marine Corps' birthday. Chon is to my left, Tony to my far left. We're picking games. Uh, there are not good games on this slate. Niners Jags right now, the only good game. Now, there's going to be close games and there's going to be fun games, but as far as matchups on paper, Niners Jags, Browns, Ravens, about the best you got in the one o'clock window. 
in the four o'clock window i think there's a good game tony's calling it a fraud good game i don't uh, trust the chargers man they just think this is not a good game falcons at cardinals no it's not shout out to the cardinals they played like hard early in the season and now i think they've gone into just full less tank mode so i will take atlanta on the road atlanta for me too wait is kyler murray playing yes he's starting it matters too much but i think so i'll still take the falcons yeah i will as well um highlight of my week was well actually it screwed me in my prize picks is uh b john robinson needed i needed him to get one more yard in the second half last week and they carried the ball 10 times on the final drive yeah except for they awesome. all went awesome. to algier uh. <laughs> they asked arthur miller <laughs> who's his name arthur what smith. arthur smith who's arthur miller nobody uh, i don't know arthur blank is their owner right yeah yeah arthur wow is that the only arthur arthur coach owner same name combo in the nfl it's gotta be they asked him why Bijan robinson wasn't getting more carries in the red zone and he went on a five minute answer where he barely answered it arthur is uh he's a bit of a media arguer I've yeah seen. yeah what are you thinking with that big brain of yours there john other owners jerry jones and and jerry mccarthy (laughs) okay all right if you get one let me know all right uh falcons at cardinals falcons i already said atlanta or yeah thank you lions at chargers good game tony nope I agree with you. I, I, you know, it I thought, should be a good game. I thought about this last week. I picked the Jets to beat the Chargers on Monday night, and I don't feel bad about that. And if I had to pick it again, I would do it again. It's kind of like the thing where they say, "Don't bet against Alabama." Like maybe you'll bet against Alabama and they'll lose. But how stupid do you feel when you bet against Alabama and they win forty-eight to ten? So I don't mind picking the Chargers. I feel smart picking against the Chargers. Yeah, I feel like we should just all... I bet if you well, bet against the Chargers, I think you historically would have a good betting record. Exactly. I'm I taking am, the lines on the uh, road. Me too. And I'm trying to think, Tony, how many how many Detroit fans are going to overtake that stadium? Like, are they... You think they'll have fans there? Because there won't be Chargers fans there. It's usually the opposing team. I don't think they exist. I bet you'll hear Lions fans. Yeah. They do have that one lady... oh yeah the plant the Uh, crisis actor they hired jamie and steve said arthur miller is a playwright okay you into plays tony yeah uh joey john give me the lions lions. (laughs) in stereo lions jakes one two three four all right (laughs) back to the crap games Uh, joey you can't talk again Back to last week. Giants said uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. Why can't I talk? Because you got the jinx. Man. Joey, 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 I let you out. They don't do that in Puerto Rico. Cowboys. Commanders and Seahawks, where y'all going? You didn't even ask me, but I'm Cowboys. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I feel like y'all have been on the road a lot this year. You know what, John? We have a winning road record. If you'd have told me that we have a winning road record at this point in the season, I would be ecstatic. Well, you have more fans on the road. I didn't know we would lose uh, at home to the Bears. Does that record improve this weekend? 
that's what i'm asking you i'm not picking the commanders i'm taking the seahawks i got the seahawks too same seahawks all right good that means the commanders are gonna win we got a shot <laughs> uh let's go jets and <laughs> i'm taking max crosby Max Crosby and the Raiders. You okay, Tony? No. Okay. You know that, that's kind of funny. Like they need to fill. Do I look? Do I sound okay? <laughs> no. And you said no, and I still was like, okay. Like, what yeah. am I gonna do yeah. if you say yes? I mean, I will call nine one one for you, you and I'll water? say, uh, Are you good? Shorty fire burning on the dance floor. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stupid. Hey, they need to. Raiders fans need to fill that place up. And get hot. Who said that? Max Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a movie. Did y'all see that video? Oh, yeah. No. I saw that video. show <laughs> for Tony. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to... <coughs> no, man. Yeah. I love the Jets. Kind of. You, you love, love the, the Jets. Jets. <laughs> Jenks, one, two, three. <laughs> I'm picking the Raiders, but Jets. you got... See, the reason I had the cough is... Because I, I, at the same time I was breathing, I thought of that same thing that what you're always breathing and thinking of you going, oh, Tony, you don't, what, you act like you ain't ever watched football oh, and yeah. the interim head coach. And I was like, nah, nah. Well, yeah. I, I but I wonder what the second game does. Exactly. exactly. Like, this is where we should pick the Jets. Maybe. Exactly. But you know what? I'm not going to do it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> got the practice squad players on the sideline. They can't lose. They're going to be fine. What does that mean? The Raiders. What they about got all the support. What? Do other teams not do that? No. No team in the league does that. Except for the Raiders. Nice. They bring in their guys in case they need them. Where did you see that? Wait. It was in a post-game conference. Sleeper app. Not sleeper app. NFL. Hey, man, you know, I'm tired of this disrespect. Right? <laughs> You're not showing me no great disrespect. Great disrespect. Uh, no, it was a post-game uh, when they were interviewing the coach after the game. And he said, we're the only team that does that? Yes, we're the only team that does that. Does that? He don't know. He mentioned he wanted to do that because of that stat. All right. Support. And it wasn't on Sleeper. Broncos at Bills. I will be sleeping during this game. <laughs> <laughs> Who y'all got? You're so good at those. Um, the Bills. Bills. The every other week team. Bills, Bills, Bills Mafia. Bills, Bills, Bills. All right. The picks are in. What a crummy week. Uh, Tony says his Super Bowl team right now is Baltimore. Who is yours, Joey? Uh, it's going to be no. 49ers. I don't know. They're garbage. Wow, they've been losing. <laughs> oh, why'd you pick them? I just can't think of a good team the right Chiefs? now. Chiefs? No. No. I'm thinking the Bengals are going to get hot. All right, Sean, you you like the Bengals. By the way, Tony looked ahead. So this Thursday, next Thursday, is Bengals-Ravens Thursday night? Yeah. That's good. That's a good one. Sign me up for that one. Um, ooh. Al Michaels can finally get excited. Is he going to be the Chiefs again? Dude. I, the Eagles again? I saw that punt return we had last night, and I saw him. Like, they didn't have it on at AJ's last night. But his call... It was the, just the most boring. What did I say yesterday? I said he wasn't going to be into it at all. The sideline, then a touchdown for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, he was more excited to talk to Jason Kelsey, the sexiest man alive. Yeah, is that true? 
Yeah. Yeah, he's nominated for it. No, uh, he won. Yeah. Oh, he won it? He did win it? No, he, no Chandler don't nominated. know stuff like this. Uh, I thought he I thought he not was nominated too. Chandler is not a pop culture guy. You know what? Jason Kelsey's sexiest man alive nomination. <laughs> Type that into. I wonder if Al Michaels would eat vegetables if he went on a date with uh, Taylor Swift. My Super Bowl team is still the 49ers. Your, this is the 49ers? <laughs> Wait, nice diversion there. Yeah. This oh, is, my God. I thought you were the young one here. This man is typing in a paragraph to the Twitter search. He's actually putting a question mark. He's asking Jeeves. How about this, Chandler? 2023, <laughs> sexiest man alive. He's a finalist. Patrick Dempsey is people's 2023 sexiest man alive. But it must be the 2024 then. <laughs> okay. Eagles, Jason Kelsey reflects on being named 2023 sexiest man alive finalist. Finalist. Oh. Finalist. You if good you now, Chandler? Scrolling, yeah, you I'm might good. find it. Hey, do we need to go to the tape like we did earlier this week? Is that progressive? Uh, sure Jamie Foxx is shambling. I, uh, I don't think that's Is that progressive? <laughs> or I'll stay. Flow's that progressive. Um, all right, so Super Bowl. Did you pick a team? Mm-hmm. Bengals? Did you find one? He said the 49ers. I said 49ers first. And then you said they stink. But then you no, picked but, them like an idiot. Yeah. That's why. I, oh, I need a different team. Yeah, you can't talk me out of my pick. I'm going 49. You were talking yourself out of it. I just talked clip out of his. <laughs> um, so I, I don't believe in Miami. I don't believe. No, Miami can't. I they can't uh, win the big game. I don't believe in Jacksonville. The old big ball game. I thought they were going to do it. All it does is bring me back to stupid KC and stupid yeah. Philly. Ugh. Yeah. Give Philly, me. Baltimore. That would be a great. That would be an amazing Super Bowl, Philly Baltimore. Wow. I mean, I just feel like proximity, the I think the Baltimore fans are the only ones that the Philadelphia Eagle fans might be like, I don't know if we should fist fight. Don't mess with them. Yeah. Interesting. Uh give me the Kansas City. They are playing defense. The Chiefs have allowed the fewest points out of all AFC teams except for the Ravens and the Brownies. Mm. Amazing. The Baltimore Ravens in there. All right. Uh, Tony, enjoyed it. Yeah, thank hey, you. Hey, what you doing this weekend? You don't uh, have to worry about... I'm going about... to the ECU basketball game tomorrow. That awesome. was what it, my wife asked me. She said, what do you want to do for your birthday? And uh, tomorrow's 21 days. No. Mm. Yeah. So no. I said... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't even say... But, uh, you haven't had a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, uh, I'd like for the family to go to the ECU basketball game. So I'm taken by two little nephews, too. Yeah. It'll be fun. You asked me for a refresher earlier. Let's do it on the air. I, I said, great returning cast. They have a big three of Brandon Johnson, Ezra Ozar, RJ Felton. What would you add, Sean? Don't have a big pine tree in the middle, though, right? I would no, add. No, no trees. Uh, but they you do have a little shrub. Body. They have a little guy. Oh. They, the kids will like Caleb account. A perennial. <laughs> the kids will like <laughs> perennial. <laughs> oh, man. What else does he it's need to know about? Cold. I hope he doesn't die. A newcomer in Bobby Pettiford. Bobby uh, P. Who's your guy that you, you're in love My with? My guy this year is a man by the name of Ben Bayela. Ben Bayela. He's ben a French Bayela. Ah. Like Raymond Ferrand. Raymond Ferrand. 
Oh, is that how we got good? We just went and got a bunch of French basketball players. We, we got two. Have... We got two on the team right now. Uh-huh. Quindam de Bunge. Three. Raymond Vahal. Uh, have fun, Tony. Yeah, man. Enjoy. I'm going to get a picture of you in the fam tomorrow to put on the Pirate Radio social media. I'd love to. All right. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back when we return. Hour three. A trio of interviews. We got Morgan Aylers. We got Chris Haymeyer, Mark Greenhelge, and a giveaway. Case of Bud Light on tap for this Free Beer Friday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street and their brand new location on Greenville Boulevard in the old Pizza Inn location. And as we head back into the show clip, unfortunately, East Carolina could not rally and uh, fell to South Florida. 15-12 to 12 was the final in that last set. So South Florida taking uh, match two. Uh, three games to two. So that puts uh, East Carolina, I believe, a half game behind um, South Florida with only, I believe there's only four matches left for them in the regular season. So going to keep a close eye on that as they're going to try to make a run here for postseason play. Do I look like thumbs down meme guy, Chandler? Yeah, if you if were, I had my great if you were fatter and had glasses. Yeah, that guy's fat. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> If I had my gray beard and glasses, I could have been thumbs down, man. <laughs> he is not happy. All right. Uh, what was I going to say? I don't recall. We'll be with you Saturday at noon on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Enjoying some awesome tiebreakers. And after the game, oh, the USA their fifth quarter calling show. Now I remember. All right, good. Pir- I was going to say, go ahead. My God, what a... T- Shirley, can you say now back to the show? Now back to the show. Welcome back. Pirate Radio Live, hour number three. Clip Brock here with you. Shirley Rhodes. Joey. John. Randolph hanging out. Live studio audience. Got a big Saturday on tap. East Carolina FAU at four o'clock. So we'll be with you at noon. And after the game on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call show, we have a poll question out on X... What is your bet on ECU plus seven at FAU Saturday at 4 p.m.? 38%, well, it just changed. 37% say the Pirates win outright. 11% say the Pirates cover. 51% say FAU wins and covers. So it sounds like if uh, people are betting on the Pirates, they're just going to go money line there, Chandler, and take them to win. Yeah. Looking for the first FBS win of the year. That's crazy. The first conference win. The first win over a team with a pulse. A lot of firsts. 
potentially mm-hmm. on Saturday for East Carolina. It, could, <laughs> it very well could happen. All right, let's uh, talk some football, some hoops, and more with Morgan Aylers, who joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Morgan, how you doing, man? Clip, it's Friday, it's uh, game week in multiple sports, and uh, it's always a great time to talk to you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And looking forward to some hoops. And uh, we got a little football as well on Saturday. Chris Haymeyer going to join us uh, later on this hour to preview Campbell and their team. Uh, let's uh, talk about East Carolina's team, Morgan. What did you see from the 30-point win on Monday night? Kind of tough to gauge where you're at as a team when you take on a, a Division three school, but uh, certainly you can take some stuff away from individual performances. So overall and individually, uh, what did you think of the Pirates the other night? The arena was watching them warm up. I said, you know what, this looks like a big-time Division one basketball team. Very, I mean, you can tell they've really done a great job in the weight room and strength and conditioning. I mean, they were a lot bigger, a lot more physical than they have been in years past. And that was when that was my first impression when I saw them. I was like, you know, these guys have been working hard, and uh, you know, I like what I like what I saw the other night. I think that it's as the season goes on, I think they'll they'll come together even a little bit more. Some other pieces might fall in place. Uh, but uh, I thought Brandon Johnson played well. Ezra Asura, I thought he did, did a great job. You know, he was out there and uh, did some things early. And, you know, you, you know Jaden Walker and R.J. Felton and, you know, Caleb McCount, I'm telling you, he he might have gone a quarter of an inch since last year. I'm 100% <laughs> sure, but he might have. But uh, he's so fun to watch, and he is fearless. I mean, from not being the biggest guy, obviously, on the court, he's not afraid to take it down the lane. He's got that little floater, fade-back shot that he does, and, um, now I think I think it's, it's going to be a fun basketball season for East Carolina. I'm looking forward to it. You know, Brandon Johnson shooting the three pointers. So he he had one from maybe ten, twelve feet beyond the arc. I was like, man, that's a, that's not even an NBA three pointer. That's like a you know a whatever three pointer in any league. But it's uh, you know Coach Schwartz did a good job. And, and listening to the post game show coming home afterwards, you know you win by thirty points. You, you know against a team like Farum, which you know, you should win. But, you know, you and I both know in, in years past, that's a game you might have won, but it might have been by 5 or 10 or 12 points. You know, there's been times that it's been like that. But to, to do what you're supposed to do and go out there and win it, win it handily and uh, get tacos for everybody. Because that was good. I got my tacos the other night. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I think, you know, Coach Schwartz was talking about defense. That was the first thing out of his mouth was how, uh, you know, they got to play better defense. And they let two guys really keep Ferrum in the game. If they had shut those guys down a little bit more, they'd been a maybe a 40, 50 point game. So. Yeah, more and and well said. You talked about Caleb Account there too, and it, we tend to like write off guys uh, early uh, in their freshman year, no matter the sport. And you kind of forget that hey, that and and everything is so reactionary and immediate, and you need it now and all that, especially in today's world and, and today's sports. But these guys get better over time, and, and I didn't know if he would be back this year for the Pirates. I certainly didn't expect him to start. So uh, big strides for Caleb LeCount, and you just got to thank all these guys with an offseason uh, continue to get better, and uh, I'm ready to see game two, what we have in store. I, another thing I liked, Morgan, from the other night, Ezra hitting his free throws. Ezra has such a good game 
and a pretty stroke at the line, but struggled there. Got better as the year uh, went on last year. But, man, if he can hit those things, you know he's going to go to the line a lot this year. Yeah, and he did the other night. I mean, he, he went to the line a lot. You know, he's a big, big, strong physical presence, and uh, he's going to challenge a lot of people. A lot of people are going to challenge him when he, when he takes it in the middle, and he's got to be able to make them, and he did the other night. Uh, one of the other things that I thought was uh, really interesting to watch and was the was the tempo that they ran. They were, they were sometimes you you watch teams when they're passing the ball around, you know, to get the play open and get the play set. Sometimes the passes aren't real crisp and, and throwing the basketball and moving in and out. And the other night, man, they were swinging it really fast and from one side to the other. And if they can keep that up, that, that really wears on a defense. And I think it really wore on Ferrum the other night. Again, it's Ferrum. It is what it is. But still, the ability to do that and be able to make and set your, your scheme up, regardless of, of what kind of offense you run, you just got to have a system that you run it in. And I think Coach Schwartz is really starting to put his stamp on Pirate basketball and defensively and offensively. I think, it, again, I think it could be a fun year to watch. Talking to Morgan Aylers on the Pirate Radio Live Line, Pirates and Fighting Camels will go to battle at 2 o'clock in Menchie's on Saturday. Then at 4 o'clock, it is FAU and ECU on the gridiron, and we'll be with you at 12 on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and after the game, U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Kind of the same script, Morgan, unfortunately. Uh, offense, like they did at UTSA, got off to a hot start. Put some points on the board. Defense, unlike UTSA, uh, was stout the entire game. Once again, played well enough for the Pirates to win, certainly. Uh, giving up that number of points, 10 points, to a, a ranked opponent. Great job by Blake Harrell's guys, but not enough offense in the end. Pirates fall. And uh, unfortunately, that's been the script for a lot of these Saturdays for ECU. Yeah. You know, people, obviously, you're disappointed in the loss, but you're also playing a, t- a two-lane team that, uh, you know, is very, very good, won a lot of football games the last couple of years, continue with this this year a lot. Uh, Michael Pratt, really really outstanding quarterback. I don't think they have the team they had last year, top to bottom, offensively, defensively. I don't think they've got it, but they've got a good football team. Uh, you know, there's you could probably pull a handful of plays out offensively from last week. And if those plays go the other way, it could be a two touchdown pirate victory. In my opinion, for, you know, for what it's worth, uh, there's just, uh, just a few little things that went wrong on the plate and not make it successful. And that's the fun, the, the funny thing about football, as you know, is that you've got to have 11 guys on the same page for the same play to make things happen. And I thought they did a better job of that last week. I thought, you know, again, you, 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 you're not very, I'm going to say, exciting on offense right now. Maybe a good way of putting it. Uh, there's not a lot of, of changes and things to keep the defense on their toes. But at the same time, they really didn't do a lot to, you know, shoot themselves in the foot the other night, except for those handful of plays. And, uh, you know, whether it's a, a quarterback making a good decision or a running back hitting the hole when he's versus bouncing outside. That happened a couple of times the other night. The, the hole, if he, if he hesitates just a second more, the a hole opens up and he probably get eight, 10 yards. Uh, receiver, you know, holding onto the football and picking up that first down. You know, it's, it's just one of those seasons that nothing seems to go right. And 
uh, maybe tomorrow things will go right for the Pirates because they're going to need to against a very good FAU team. Talking to Morgan Ehlers on the Pirate Radio Live line. Morgan, uh, another loss for the Pirates, another loss for the Panthers last night. And again, I, I go back to the Caleb LeCount conversation and guys getting better and giving people time. Uh, how much time do the Panthers give Frank Reich? I mean, rookie quarterback and probably not the best situation with the O-line and weapons and all that. Uh, but it is the NFL. It's designed for everybody to be pretty much even and even bad teams win three or four games. He's sitting right now at one. We'll see how many they got left. But uh, you, if you're a Panthers fan, uh, do you do you start to say, okay, what else is out there from a head coaching standpoint? I think this one falls squarely on the shoulders of David Tepper. Hmm. I'm not. I'm not sitting here telling you that Frank Reich is the next coming of of Bill Parcells or anything like that from an or you know, whoever. But I think when they made the decision, and you might be a Bryce Young fan, you might not be a Bryce Young fan. When it came down between C.J. Stroud and and Bryce Young, and everybody knows C.J. Stroud's having a great year for the Texans right now. But from a physical standpoint, just from a sheer physical standpoint, this that NFL league is a very physical league. You know, Bryce might be 5'10", 5'11". He might be 5'9". I don't know. I've never met it. But he's not very tall. C.J. Stroud's in the 6'3", 6'4 range. Maybe a little bit taller. Big physical presence, good arm. You know, I think sometimes Bryce has a hard time seeing over the line of scrimmage. I really do. If you watched last night, there were a couple throws that he made that weren't even close to being completed. And he had time, but he just, you know, it's almost like he's on his tippy toes trying to trying to throw the ball. I, I don't know. Uh, but I think you've got to give Frank Wright, you know, a little bit more time. I don't think he pulled the trigger on it this year. Who are you going to get, number one? Yeah. You know, uh, that's a question. I mean, he's a proven head coach. He's got a good staff in place by all accounts. It's not like he went out and they, they didn't put a good staff in place. I think you just got to get players. And I think uh, from what, what I've read and listened to Tony Dunn a little bit on you know Cat Chronicles, uh, is he, you know, did David Tepper basically force the Bryce Young decision hmm. on people? I don't know. Morgan Ehlers joining us. Yeah, it's it's a uh, a tough distance, and you still got like oh, half a season to go. We're we're over the halfway point, but still a long ways to go. And you just look for bright spots, I guess. Morgan, uh, speaking of bright spots, you said it at the top. It is the weekend. We're feeling good. Uh, what you got going on this weekend? Tonight, I'm actually uh, over at Brook Valley doing uh, an event over there tonight uh, for the uh, membership, and then. Uh, tomorrow, doing the basketball game. Sunday, watching football. So can't beat that. Sounds good. Saturday, watching football after the basketball game. After I do basketball, I go to foot watch football. A good sports weekend, uh, Morgan. Appreciate you joining us, man. We'll hear your voice at Menchie's Coliseum and one more time uh, at Dottie Ficklin Stadium this season. Appreciate you joining us, man. We'll uh, catch up again next Friday. Thanks, Clip. Always a pleasure, and uh, have a great weekend. You do the same. There is Morgan Ehlers joining us, Pirate Radio Live line on a football free beer Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live, and let's not make you wait any longer. Charlie, let's give it away right now. Got a case of Bud Light. Just give it away. Ready to give it to you. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Pirate Radio, gonna be the awesome. 
All right, must be 21 or older. You looking for caller 12? Caller 12, 317-1250. We're back with Chris Haymeyer, voice of the Campbell Fighting Camels, when we return after this. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs, so you don't miss a single minute of the action. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. And congratulations to Josh Allen of Washington, our free beer Friday winner. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a free beer football Friday. Congratulations to Josh. Uh, we got hoops coming up on Saturday, 2 o'clock, Menji's Coliseum, East Carolina, taking on Campbell. We'll talk about that one now. With the voice of the Campbell Fighting Camels, he is Chris Haymeyer joining us. Well, Shirley's on the phone. So, uh, we'll get Haymeyer hooked up here in a moment. We got Chris Haymeyer. All right, let's go to him now on the Pirate Radio Live line. Chris, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Clip. Thank you so much for having us on. A little bit of a broadcast conflict, and it made me think of it when you said Fighting Camels, which is the official nickname of your Campbell University athletic team. Campbell's football team will be playing at one against the Delaware Fighting with an I-N apostrophe <laughs> blue hen. So it's, I tried to describe to someone if you drop them in the middle of Bowie's Creek, who's playing in a football game, fighting camels versus the fighting blue hens, they would probably say they're in the middle of some sort of odd mascot fever dream. But that's what's going on at the same time when the fighting camels basketball team will be taking on these Carolina appropriately named mascot pirates. Yeah, you would think the school in the south would have the fighting and not the school in the north, but yeah, interesting. Um, Chris, before we uh, get going into this, I, I did, so Brian North joins us on Fridays, and I reached, uh, I, I set up the interview with Brian for today and said, hey, I'm going to talk to Haymeyer. Do you have a message for me to deliver? Did he screw something up 20 years ago? Because we... We roast the ones we love, like Jeff Ross says. Um, but Brian, being the guy he is, had no roast. He said, 
No, nah, I uh, got to just say, Chris always went out and got me Bojangles with our coupons before we would shoot Friday night football. So he still remembers and appreciates that, Chris. That's great. I worked for that man for four years, and that's the uh, and that's the high point of <laughs> when I when I worked with him. We talked a little bit about it before before we came on air. We are still very good friends. We bonded over being old dads. We both got married, had kids into our forties, and still to this day, not only in sports but in anything I've ever been involved in, he is the hardest working guy I have ever been around. No doubt, uh, and we uh, really appreciate him. Joins us Fridays, joins us Saturdays, and uh, always good uh, off the air as well. Got a great sense of humor, that Brian North. Uh, before we talk Campbell Hoops, uh, let's talk a little football. And most recently, uh, Chris, it was 7-7, seven to seven, hanging around with the Tar Heels, right? And then things kind of got away. So uh, the Tar Heels knocked off Campbell 59-7 last week. How about the season up to this point, Chris? Uh, how's Mike Minner's team looked this year? They've looked good. It's a season that they're thinking now, what if, if a couple of different plays go their way, which is what a lot of four and five teams in college football are. But for Campbell – They weren't picked to do much of anything this year. Moving to the CAA, which for those that don't know that much about FCS football, and I'm not going to blame you, they're in pirate land, but it's the best, if not the second best, football conference in all of FCS. Campbell was really leveling up, and they've held their own. Three and three in conference with a chance to have a winning record overall and overall in conference. They're taking on a top-10-ranked Delaware Fighting Blue Hens team this week but besides that North Carolina game which again you're going up there for a for a paycheck Campbell has been in each and every games and played teams that have been ranked in the top 20 uh, wire to wire so they have in a year where they were picked to finish third to last in the CAA they're right now in sixth position and could move up so they're going to at worst finish in the middle of the conference they've showed everybody they belong they're going to have another top FCC high school recruiting class, and it's been really, really good. We talked about this last year, Campbell, just in their sixth year of scholarship football. Last year at ECU, the football team going out to the field in Dowdy Thickland Stadium, that was a benchmark. North Carolina running out on that stadium uh, field was another benchmark, getting into ACC territory and having one of those games that was on national TV and the ACC network and just another step in this uh, young football program that's really holding their head above water. Chris Haymeyer joining us here on Pirate Radio Live, talking a little Campbell football, and ECU will see the Fighting Camels in basketball coming up on Saturday, Menji's Coliseum. Tip-off time at 2 o'clock, which bums me out because I will be on the air on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, so I'll be watching that here in the friendly confines of the Pirate Radio Studios. We'll not be able to get over to Menji's, but uh, been a pretty good series. Now, ECU basketball, Chris, there was a time, it was the curse of Chris Haymeyer, uh, when you went there to Campbell, where Campbell would get the Pirates on the baseball diamond, um, on the hardwood. ECU has had success against Campbell recent years in basketball. How about this uh, this iteration of Campbell Hoops, who are some guys to watch? And what are the expectations uh, this year, Chris, for the team? Well, the expectations are a little unknown right now. Campbell lost six of their top seven scores from a team last year that made it all the way to the finals of the Big South Conference Tournament. 
They lost three to graduation. Two were grad transfers, so it wasn't a mass exodus because of the portal. Here's the real good news for Campbell basketball. The one of their top seven scorers that stayed is Anthony Del Orso. He was the freshman of the year in the Big South last year, coming to us from Australia, a virtual unknown, averaging over 12, 12 and a half points per game, nearly four assists per game. He can rebound. He is a guy with an old man's game that fits in perfectly to, to Kevin McGeehan and Campbell basketball system. He's the guy that stayed. And to tell you something else about this program and in his 11th year, the culture that Campbell head coach Campbell uh, Kevin McGeehan has made here with, with men's basketball in his time, Anthony Delorso put his name into the transfer portal, and he, like some did, but this was sincere, said, I'm going to go around and, and visit these places, but, but I have not – I've not made my decision that it's definitely going to be somewhere else other than Campbell. He went to some high mid-majors, including Butler. He had some Power 5 offers with a north of $50,000 NIL deal um, coming to him, and he chose to come back to Campbell. Uh, That says a lot about that, but also I I think what we're going to be seeing in the transfer portal moving forward, because there has been enough information out there and this guy, Anthony Del Orso, knew the fact that, yes, he could be on a Power 5 roster. Yes, he could play on a Power 5 roster, but he's probably not going to be able to start every game and play 35 minutes a game if he wants. So he thought the best move for him getting better, getting more on-court time, and uh, and really he, he's a guy that he wants to go to the NBA some sometime. So for right now, Campbell is his landing spot. Uh, Campbell has filled in the rest of the roster. They've got eight new faces, including four freshmen, something I think you're also going to see at places like Campbell and other mid-major schools to survive in the, in the new portal era of college basketball. They have seven guys on their roster that are international, and then they have four more from the area, including Omar Harris, a former South Central High School star from there uh, in eastern North Carolina. So that is how they're building their roster, and and really, so far, so good. They, they played Navy here at home to open the season. 59-48 to 48 was the final score. The, the big thing everybody is, is really wondering about, much like the football team and, and all of the other sports here at Campbell, the move to the CAA was an upgrade in pretty much everything. Maybe not as much on the diamond, but an upgrade in everything. And it's a really good basketball conference uncw college of charleston hofstra delaware some teams that come to mind so will campbell be able to figure things out here in the non-conference and they've challenged themselves in the schedule this year to get ready for what is going to be a big upgrade in the caa will they be able to hold their heads above water just like it seems all the other um athletic programs that Campbell have done so far. Chris Haymeyer joining us. Chris, I'm looking at the roster and shout out to Morgan Aylers who will be on the PA uh, for this game tomorrow. I've done a Campbell ECU uh, game on PA. It was a great experience. Really enjoyed it inside Minji's and um, yeah, don't envy Morgan on this one. Hopefully uh, you guys have the pronunciation guide because you got some names on this team, as you mentioned, uh, international flavor for the Campbell Fighting Camels. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We got we got two guys from Lithuania that lead the way: Didymus Moksekis and Lorenas Vistaras. There you go. Even though I have nailed the pronunciation, <laughs> if you hear them tell you what your name is, it is nowhere close. We added a uh, a transfer from Illinois State from Moscow, Russia, Alex Kotov. Which when I saw K O T O V, I said thank you so much. Two freshmen from Turkey that I'm not going to embarrass wow. myself to go on air with. 
uh, so far. And give me a little grace, this will just be game number two. But, yeah, you definitely have to have the pronunciation guide alongside you, whether you're doing PA or play-by-play. But it's exciting, and this is something that Campbell – Campbell has dipped into the international pool really almost the entire time that Kevin McGeehan has been here, now over a decade, and they really found out a couple of things. One, you get guys to come over here that might not necessarily – not that we're tricking guys to come here to Bowie's Creek, but, but, but might not know the difference between Bowie's Creek, North Carolina, and, um, and, and Richmond or D.C., and once they get here – like everyone that comes and stays here to Campbell, myself included, it's a great place with great people. It's all about basketball and a place that can really care for you, especially if you're someone that English is your not native language and you've never been to the U.S. before. So they have done a really good job of bringing people over here, making this a home where they can grow and develop and stay instead of hopping in the transfer portal. And also, as we've talked about before, Kevin McGeehan comes from Richmond. Coach Mooney and Richmond have had success with, uh, don't call it the Princeton, but it's the Princeton principles, uh, backdoor offense and everything that they do. And this offense fits in perfectly with the European game. I know it seems like it's a bit of a stereotype, but it's true. All these guys that come from Europe, for the most part, are guys that can handle the ball no matter what size they are, that can pass the ball and can shoot. And those are the three things you must have to be successful here at Campbell to get playing time and to thrive in, in, in Kevin McGeehan's offense. And, and that's why we keep going overseas to, to get these guys that have turned out to be really, really good players here. Chris Amire joining us. He'll be calling Campbell football this weekend, keeping an eye on the basketball score, ECU and Campbell, 2 o'clock in Menchie's. And uh, on Sunday, he'll relax. His Chiefs are off. How about – Kansas City winning with defense this year, Chris. Uh, we're used to them winning, but maybe not the way they're winning. This is the best their defense has looked early in this entire run for Kansas City. And those that follow the NFL know, I know there's been questions with with Campbell's off or with uh, the Chiefs' offense, and, and rightfully so, um, because with with so many new faces there. But as you know, in the NFL, it seems like you can pick up players late, you can gel late. If you don't have a very good defense clip, it's awfully tough to get a defense that's good enough to make a to make a deep playoff run. And 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 the Chiefs have a a defense that can definitely make a long playoff run. And you just think with Patrick Mahomes, he's going to find a way eventually with so many with so many guys around him. How about the national exposure for um, Travis Kelsey and, uh, and Yeah, I didn't know if I was going to bring that up with you. Yeah. Like is your are y'all a big uh, Swift household? Your wife a fan? You a fan, Chris? We we were a big Swift household, um, you, you know, before this happened. So much so that I know that usually her relationships don't last very long <laughs> and end in a burner song or album yeah. about the person that 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 she broke up with. I'm a little afraid of uh, of the fragility there, but um, they're both grown ups. They both seem to uh, have matured, and it's been fun. Clip, clip. You know, when, when you and I first uh, met each other and knew each other, I think you would throw out Chiefs questions to me every so often yeah. because I was the only Chiefs fan anyone <laughs> knew uh, on this side of the Mississippi. Yeah. And so it's fun to with Patrick Mahomes. They're becoming a national brand, and now with this thing, they're a world brand. And so I, I should have prefaced it with, hey, guys, 
I've been a Kansas City Chiefs fan since the 80s. I deserve this. You do. Not a bandwagon guy. Absolutely. No doubt you do. Uh, You're just hoping that relationship lasts until like mid-February. If they want to break up after that, okay. But throughout the (laughs) season. yeah. yeah. Chris, uh, always good to catch up with you, man. Every time ECU and Campbell get together. And uh, let's go ahead and set a date for February because I'm sure we'll see you on the baseball schedule. So uh, if we don't uh, speak before then, we'll definitely catch up uh, for some more baseball talk. But I appreciate you joining us today, Chris. Keep up the good work, man. Hey, thank you so much, Clip. Thank you and Pirate Radio for uh, for always giving me a call when, when Campbell comes up there. It means a lot, and I love talking with you guys. Enjoyed it as always. Chris Haymeyer joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. He'll be calling football tomorrow. ECU and Campbell will be going at it in hoops at 2 o'clock. I'll be watching it during the Bud Light pregame tailgate. John will be over there. And uh, hopefully the Pirates getting to 2-0 on the young season. Take a break. Come back when we return. Mark Greenhelge, Golf Shop Radio Show, will join us as we roll on a football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. My first real six string. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Can't take you guys anywhere. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. They're open every day and have have two locations, one in Bethel on Highway 11 and the other in Stokes on Highway 903. Both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell, uh, shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, filling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Great team. Great team. Should we read? Is Clayton Toon starting this week? Oh, yeah. Kyler Murray. Kyler, uh, Kyler Murray. Standing on your mother's porch. Save it for tomorrow. I know, yeah. I'm going to miss that. Oh, too bad. You could stay. Hey, guess what? You can stay. All good. Problem solved. I got to go get content. Let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live Line. Joining us, host of the Golf Shop Radio Program, which you can hear 8 to 10 a.m. on Pirate Radio on Saturdays. He is Mark greenhouse joining us greeny how you doing today i'm doing great clip how about you hey doing good uh old hv3 was in town last week to see east carolina lose another football game uh with a complete lack of offense but always great to have harold back here in greenville and at ecu i'm curious how much do you guys talk week to week on your show about live and uh, do you even keep up with who's winning, standing, like things like that, or is it so far off your radar you don't even pay attention to it? You know, we've talked more about them because of the supposed deal with PIF, and maybe that thing is going away. We don't know where it stands. It's not going to happen anytime soon, as according to what Davis Love the Third has said. So uh, we've started to talk more about it, and and again, I still fault them. Here we are, gaining on mid-November, and they haven't put out their schedule for next year yet hmm. you know they haven't had their qualifying tournament which is coming up 
which they invited everybody out of the sun to, you know, was eligible for it. They're only going to have three guys moving in and three guys moving out. They've got a free agency period that's opening up. They're going to have another free agency period during the season. So it's almost like it's getting weirder. Um, but then they still don't get their official world ranking point. So they've got to, if this continues, if this league continues, to me they've got to make some drastic changes in order to make sure that their guys get eligible for major championships. Uh, Butterfield Bermuda Championship going on, and I'm looking at the leaderboard, and uh, I did see Adam Scott. I see Stuart Sink. There's an old name. Uh, But who are, you know, is this for... I don't know, younger guys, Greeny, or, or who are these tournaments for, and and what you know what can be done in these to help you when it comes to when it really gets going at the turn of the calendar. You always say when it gets back over here to the East Coast eventually in Florida, that's when you start to pay attention more to the PGA Tour. But who are these specific tournaments for, as far as uh, PGA Tour members? Well, the big thing right now is the fall events lead you to getting into the big events. So, for instance, we know that the top 50 from the FedEx Cup playoffs are in the big events next year. Well, right now, 51 through 60, when you when you end up in that number and they're keeping those points running, those are the guys that are, that are going to get into the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am and the Genesis, which are those big-time events. So these guys are all positioning for that. But it's not all that easy because, you know, Eric Van Royen won last week in an emotional win doing it for a friend of his who has a serious illness going on. But that win only moved him up to 63rd on the list. So now the wins that was far enough down is still kind of on the outside looking in. So, uh, you know, it was surprising to me that we had a lot of the top-ranked players that were in the field kind of bailed out of it this week and let some other guys in. But man, you know, guys like Matt Kuchar and J.J. Spawn, who we've seen, you know, Matt Kuchar plays well fairly consistently, hasn't done a lot of winning, but makes a lot of money on the PGA Tour. I mean, these are the kind of guys that aren't qualified for those type of events yet, and they're going to have to work their way in, and we'll see how that plays out over the coming weeks and, and how those lists play out. So that's really what we're looking for when we talk about these fall events. Marguerite Nels, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us on Pirate Radio Live. Greeny, earlier today, I was a judge at a chili cook-off, which is a great gig if you can get it. Uh, everyone should uh, try to find that. Um, as part of the swag bag, I received some Callaway golf balls and tees. And I was curious, Greeny, I don't know if we've talked about this. You personally, uh, when you play or or what you recommend, what you talk about on your show, are you brand-specific? Do you have to play with a certain brand of balls, uh, how about the clubs? How, you know, superstitious or how, how much do you honor a certain brand of clubs? Like, what do you like? What do you play with? Well, I, I uh, actually, through the show, I've gotten a lot of different things. Um, one of our sponsors is Encore Golf, and I've played their golf ball for quite some time now. They've had a couple of different iterations of it. I really like their their most recent version, which is called the Vero X2. It's uh, very close to the Pro V1X. But when you go down to it, I mean, I don't play something if it doesn't work. Um, you know, I used uh, we used to have a sponsor called Torridge that that does a lot of with the champions in terms of clubs. Now I use their eyes. I've tried some of their. We'll say their driving iron and their three wood. I've I've come to really like a lot. So I use a lot of their clubs. I still use uh, Titleist Vokey wedges and a Titleist driver. 
um, have not had a lot of success with tailor-made drivers, just don't like the way that they feel. So, yeah, for me, it comes down to even if I do get something via the show, I still want to make sure that it actually works for me and makes my game better or doesn't hurt my game. So from that standpoint, I would always say, you know, to people, go get fit for clubs. If you're just wanting to get started in the game of golf, go, go get some used clubs. And by used, you could probably get something that's one or two years old. And it's not going to be a detriment to your game. It's going to help you tremendously, but you should still try and get fit for what's going to work best for you, whether it's uh, a driver, irons, putter, or golf ball. Greeny, is there a what's the arms race like right now with the brands on the tour? What, what's is there one that players are using more than others? Again, it all it, a lot of it comes down to sponsorships, obviously. But what is uh, the number one, number two brands right now? Uh, you know, TaylorMade probably play, pays the most money. Uh, and Callaway probably falls in there. Titleist, it's funny, you see a lot of up-and-coming players are with Titleist. They work the best for them, but then Titleist doesn't necessarily pay the most, so Hmm. they kind of go by the wayside. So that's what you kind of see. For me, man, it'd be a hard choice right now. It almost like, I mean, we've seen some guys, when Brooks Kepka was playing his best on the PGA Tour, he didn't have a sponsor. He kind of got to do what he wanted to do. I think I would probably be somewhere in between there. Obviously, you don't want to leave money on the table. But then again, I kind of want a little bit of freedom maybe to play around with some things. So there's a lot of contracts out there. Some players have contracts that are top to bottom. they got to use putters, wedges, drivers. Everything has to be one brand down to the golf ball. There's others that say they only have to have so many clubs in the bag. They might only have to have a wedge, a couple wedges in the bag, or they might have to use a putter. It all comes down to what their contract is and what you want to negotiate and how much money you're getting paid, really. Well, unfortunately, Greeny, you've uh, had some weekends to play golf if the weather's nice because your Clemson Tigers and New England Patriots haven't given you much to root for on the football field. Interesting matchup tomorrow in Death Valley, Georgia Tech at Clemson. How about Georgia Tech? Five and four and four and two at this point in the season. Did not have them having the same overall record and a better record in the ACC than Clemson did right now, but the Tigers are hefty favorites coming up tomorrow. It has just been, uh, once again, a wacky ACC Louisville nearly lost last night, uh, but it looks like they might be the team to eventually meet Florida State in the championship. Yeah, I, like I, I think I've been telling you for weeks that I really just don't think that there's even Florida State undefeated doesn't impress me in the ACC. Um, you know, Clemson last week, yeah, they beat Notre Dame. They tried to tried to lose that game every way that they could, including fumbling late in the game to try and give uh, Notre Dame one last chance. So, yeah, I mean, it's just. I think it comes down to there's a lot of teams that are making a lot of mistakes. And and even the good teams, or I should say the better teams in the ACC, when you make mistakes, the other teams are taking advantage of it. And I think that there's there's not much difference right now between the good teams and the bad teams. So when the good teams make mistakes, they end up losing or almost losing football games. And I think that's what we saw last night. Grady, what do you guys have planned for Saturday's edition of the Golf Shop Radio Show? Well, I know my man Collins is still working hard on the on the outline, but again, we're gonna we'll talk to Bill Bender of the Sporting News. We're gonna check in and uh, because and preview the uh, RSM Classic down in uh, South Carolina, so that's our Georgia and Brennan Veal. So, and we got a couple other things that we'll work on. We always go down to Myrtle Beach and check in with our man Bart Romano down there and talk other sports, the NFL and. What's going on maybe with uh, baseball? Who's going to sign Otani? I mean, you never know. Yeah. you got lots of stuff to talk about across all sports. And, uh, you know, this is a kind of a quiet time for golf. So we'll see what else we can get into. Good deal. Greeny, thanks for joining us. Have a great show on Saturday. And we'll catch up with you again next week. 
Thanks, Coach. Have a good one, too. Right there is Mark Greenhill, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us on a free beer football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll take our final break. We'll come back, get ready to wrap it up here, and get you ready for the weekend. Back with you after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, The stock market ended the week uh, on a good note. The Dow was up 391 points and closed at 34,283. NASDAQ was up 276 points at 13,798, and the S&P was up 67 points at 4,415. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Stock Market Report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Fleet Feet Rundown brought to you by Fleet Feet. Fleet Feet. One-on-one service, 3D foot scanner. They will get you in the right shoe, as they did Shirley Rhodes last week. She is a happy Fleet Feet customer, and her yammers are happy. Yammers. My yammers are happy today because I got them on. Uh, Happy birthday to the Marines and... Semper Fi. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. Right, Randolph? Tomorrow is Veterans Day. Don't wish them a happy Veterans Day today. Wish it to them tomorrow. Get it right. Show some respect. Uh, Shirley, National Days today. National Civic Pride Day. We celebrate National Civic Pride Day and inspire everyone to promote the dynamic communities they live in. Shout out Winterville. Shout out Farmville. Shout out, oh dear. Whiteville. No. He's from like eight places. (laughs) He says he's from a place that he's not even from. Salemburg. Are you from Salemburg? Salemburg. Shout out Salemburg. Is it one of those towns where if you stand in the middle, it you, you're, you, one foot is in like four places and the other foot's in four other places? It sounds like you need to go to Flea Feet. <laughs> 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 uh, Fayetteville. Shout out Fayetteville. 910, baby. You know what? When you said that, I thought you said, it says Civic Pride. I thought you meant like Honda Civic. Like you should be happy about having a Honda Civic. You're a smart one. <laughs> World Net Cancer Day. Okay. Awareness for neuro. Google that up. Yep. Google it up. World Net Cancer Day. National Vanilla Cupcake Day. Okay. Some right. say, I'm down with that. Some say v- vanilla is okay. boring. Not me. I like vanilla. Oh, yeah. It is National Forget Me Not Day. Reminds Americans the sacrifices returning soldiers have made of body, blood, and limb. And uh, as we mentioned a moment ago, it is the United States Marine Corps' birthday. So there you go. National Days on November 10th. All right. We will see you, fine peoples, coming up noon on Saturday. Bud Light pregame tailgate. Get you ready for ECU FAU, and we'll be watching East Carolina and Campbell. 
at two o'clock so a big day fun day coming up on saturday we'll see you back here monday on pirate radio live for shirley Rhodes, joey randolph chan i'm clip brock jeff charles take us home have a great night eastern carolina thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation